Hello, everybody. Welcome to the beginning of oh. the stream. Uh, I forgot the intro was running and we were talking about <laughs> where somewhere in America. Welcome to the stream. I have had enough sleep and enough energy drinks, branded energy drinks to keep me alive through this like normal. Um, it's the A-Team. They're back. Welcome back, <gasps> A-Team. We've missed you, those those of you that we've not had the full team here for for the last two weeks. Everyone uh, is back once again. You all feeling good? Rip-roaring and ready to go? Yes. You know yeah. it, Brad! You, you, you're, you're looking great. Everyone's looking excellent. Um, KPP said I didn't, but that's fine. Um, that is the a lie. <laughs> she said, she said she, on she, me. I mean, it was it was fair enough, but you went you went and she said it like this. Uh, you're looking is that what you're wearing? tired. <laughs> I you said didn't it like do that. Any of this. I didn't know. I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, but she went, uh, you're looking a little uh, run down. And I went, I, I oh, even, I am no, actually a little tired. Like, and she went, didn't want to try. And I was like, all right, KPP. I mean, it's it sounds like me, so. It's way worse when they're like, oh, sweetie, are you okay? You look so <laughs> yeah. tired, and what? you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yikes. I feel like I always look the same, to be honest. Like, I don't, I, there's no scrub up, there's no tired, scrub down. Mean? Yeah, I could put on a tux. I just still look the same. You know, when I'm super re ready to go in a tuxedo looking all flat, I look exactly the same as when I'm like, you know, I have the flu. You know, I could be in hospital, like, attached to an <laughs> IV. And they're like, yeah, he looks, I just look the same, I think. Which is kind of like an okay. It's like a, you know, swings and roundabouts. Sometimes it's useful and sometimes it's not. Um, first dates are always a problem. So I'm like, oh, damn it. I look like so I looked like, yesterday. Did you just come from the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> did you just get discharged? What's happening? Uh, oh, I don't know what's going God, on. Welcome to the stream, people. <laughs> Uh, this is episode 14, apparently, which is pretty wild. Um, I have tentatively titled it Time Boys, spelt with a Z. Um, but <laughs> I didn't know what to call it. So that won't be the title, but it might be, um, depending on just how tired I am by the end of this session. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since we were with you, the main crew. Um, does everyone remember what you were doing and who your characters are? Because I forgot. No. I'm like, are they yes. are they demons? Are they people? Are they the B team? Um. No, you're the A team. So, if you're ready to begin, we have much to get on with, and I was thinking we just dive straight in to give you all a very quick 
recap of um not the last week not the week before but the week before that um the gang were entered the the gate of time officially they're looking for all of these gates they're heading to all these different gate uh, gates the uh future aura sort of um appeared and said go and find Suna's mum long off this whole thing that Ahi has set you on the race the dying order going around the world and go and find uh Suna's mum um you guys uh entered into this entered into this gate the gate of time um true and uh you experience like a a strange wibbly wobbly time reverie where you were all children together in this um strange kind of tower that you were in um the creature the sort of construct that Ahi has sent you to race against symbol was there and as children you kind of avoided it and then moved beyond this reverie as you stepped out of the reverie you entered into this really long kind of hallway um at the end of the hallway you could see another version of yourselves fighting against that sand uh kind of giant sand man the sand deity titan who is the guardian of this of this gate presumably um you saw each of your future selves and they were kind of future selves but only by a couple of minutes here um offer up your trinket things that you got each of you was given something by ahi um each of you offered that up and then you saw all four of your little sort of future versions of yourselves disappear and then you guys continued down the hallway then of course we sideswiped all over the place and we return now to that moment precisely if you all recall so to throw you back in to the uh to the action pretty much at the point we left it uh, a few weeks ago three weeks ago um i'll bring you back over to the map and stuff and things and 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 that in one second when my music starts playing no yes that one's playing that'll do great okay <laughs> so you um each of you is running down this hallway um i believe you uh you were all pretty much just intent on moving down the hallway so um a quick reminder of what your surroundings is is um at the end of the hallway you can see this place is pretty much lit up to a degree so those of you with dark vision it doesn't really kick in you can see color and light but it's relatively dimly lit um however it's lit by all of these strange um small little inscribed runes and glyphs that glitter along the hallways um for the most part it seems like this place is built out of a uh, like grey stone, white stone slabs um, inlaid with gold perfectly masoned with like etchings and inscriptions and things on it in no real language that you can make out and there are all these tiny little um, runes and glyphs that are very old and ancient looking 
They don't read as anything to any of you. It's definitely not a language that anybody here understands, but it looks a little something like uh, this. Uh, the archaic lettering and glyphs example. Um, this is kind of all along everything here. The walls, the slabs, the pillars that are holding things up. There are certain bowls that have like a blue flame coming out of them. One or two of you looked into it and you could see what looked like a, a different reflection of the room that you're in um, coming out of this blue flame. When you got close to the flame, it wasn't hot at all. Um, that's probably the only thing that doesn't have these runes and things on that is the actual flame coming up out of this. The bowl that's holding it, the walls, um, the floor, the ceiling, pretty much everything is just covered in this stuff. Because it's covered in it and they're glittering with varying different colors, it kind of lights the place up. There isn't really a single source of light. Um, it's just that this place seems to every now and then twinkle and pulse with, with energy. There are also big um, blue straight lines. Um, they pulse kind of through the structure every now and then. You will notice that they make and form like big strange looking shapes, circles, um, triangles, that kind of abstract way they kind of punch through each other. Um, but really this place just seems to be a perfectly maintained underground structure. You came from like a, a fallen down ancient looking place and this place looks brand new. It looks like this place was built today. Um, and there's not a mar or a scratch on any of the slabs or ceilings or anything. You guys continue to run forwards. Um, Aura looking to one side, seeing Suna kind of with the walking stick or the, the staff under one arm. Bo um, maybe struggling with his now slightly um, dispersed weight because he's missing an arse cheek. Um, trying to run after Ellie, who's just sprinting forward quick like she does. Probably Naruto style, because I can't help but imagine that's exactly how she runs, because she's basically a ninja. Um, and each of you runs forward. You can see that towering form of Titan ahead of you, this sort of Sandman, the sand pouring off of him. He turns from the, the previous versions of you that he was dealing with and turns and just and stops expectantly, waiting for you to run up. As each of you progress through this hallway, one by one, each of you experience a very dominant memory that briefly, briefly pulls you from this moment and into another. Starting with Aura. Aura. You're running forwards and then the same sensation that you had moving through that bubble, the wall in the first place. Um, you find yourself somewhere else. Again, it feels like a, a dream for a moment before somewhat solidifying itself into a different situation. You actually recognize this as a strong memory. Um, your tiefling body falls away from you and you find yourself inside of this reverie, inside of this dream situation, inside of this memory of yours. And ahead of you, the former titan vanishes and instead a plains land stretches out beyond. There is an open sky, a 
pale moon hanging pretty much dead center. Full. Um, no stars. It's lighting the land to a degree, but there is also a huge bonfire that you can see in the distance. Behind that, a bunch of kind of um, small dwellings um, and mud huts. At the center of your vision, there is a pale tiefling baby with small silver horns. And she's wrapped in an old blanket and being placed upon the altar at the center of a lot of tribal-looking tieflings. Um, all of these tieflings, bar the baby, have sort of red brick skin. Um, like a brick-colored red. Their eyes are as black as coal, and each of them is looking up towards either the moon or this sort of elder who's holding this baby. You can see the elder place the child on top of this altar. And then he turns and raises his hands to the sky. Kind of cupping the moon. Framing it almost for you. As... Pretty much everybody falls silent. Anybody that was chanting around falls silent. And you witness all of this happen. When he brings his hands down, a second tiefling hands him this long-looking ritualistic dagger. The elder raises the dagger above the child's heart. At your hip, Aura, there is a revolver. And you look down and you can see your hand, and it's a pale hand in the moonlight, made paler by the sort of white knuckles that are gripping this revolver. Would you like to stop this ritual? Do I know what the ritual is for? No. Do any of the tieflings look familiar? No. You get a sense of familiarity from them, but not really, no. The baby looks different than these other tieflings, though. Mm hmm. Can I walk forward, or will they see me? You have, like, one second. I'm going to pull out my revolver and shoot the dagger out of the hand of the priest who's performing the ritual. Sure. Roll me a d20 plus three. Okay. Just put a plus three on that? Okay. Plus three. Seventeen. Seventeen. You fire this revolver, bringing it up out of the holster and firing this thing. There is a moment, I think, where we see a human. Maybe we as an audience, as opposed to you. We see a human with a very thick beard. A very strong build in these kind of traveler's clothes, looking like the kind of old archaeologists that you used to get in, like Indiana Jones movies, that kind of thing. Um, his hat flies back off his head as he brings this revolver up from his holster, taking aim at this sort of um, elder, this, this tribal-looking tiefling man. 
Beside him, we can see the ghostly figure of a tiefling mirroring his actions. It's you, Aura, as an adult. This gunshot fires into the night and then chaos ensues. There is... wild chaos. However, you can see the tribespeople suddenly turn on you, bringing up all of their weapons, mostly spears, um... And, and like rudimentary knives of their own. They sort of all turn towards you in slow motion. Your gunshot is fired off. Roll me a D8 plus uh, four. Seven. You shoot the old man. Um, he, you're trying to aim for this, this dagger. It's a pretty crazy shot to make. Um, the bullet flies somewhat true, but it, it, it's a, and it's a good shot from the distance that you make, but you're not actually proficient with this gun. It's kind of a shot in the dark. It's kind of like a Hail Mary here. The bullet strikes the back of this old man and he strikes this altar. His blood, um, shot out across the altar and then runs across the front of this very pale looking tiefling baby. The tribes people suddenly rush towards him and several rush towards you as his blood spills out over the altar. And that's when we switch. Bo. You are elsewhere. You are running. Um, you are running through the forest. Looking down, you are clutching a child in your arms. He... What? is uh, very young looking maybe even less than a year um, you can see his little face peering up at you through a swath of white and grey rags barely you can make out his eyes around all of this white and grey and ahead of you you can see the city lights just outside of the, the edge of the forest here this is Bologna the city that you're aiming for the city where you Bo were, were born and brought up and, and lived um your breath is super ragged. You are exhausted. Your legs feel like iron and your muscles are burning. Suddenly, there's the sound of horse hooves from the woods behind you. Would you like to run or hide? Oh. Oh. Can I tell how far uh, I'm here in the galloping? Um, it's pretty close. They're going to be on you in Ooh. moments. Okay. Uh... Well, they're on horseback, so I'm going to take my chances, and I think the best bet is, is to hide. Am I a dad? Um, I don't think you know exactly what you are right now. Um, oh, God. You have the same experience as Aura. All of you will have the same feeling as you have this kind of sensation of a memory mixed with a dream. Um, you somewhat retain your own memories and also feel very much like this child is yours at the same time. Um, oh. roll me a d20 for a stealth check. Seventeen. You, um, dive suddenly behind a very thick-looking oak, um, moving your back against it, and, um, you feel the sort of the cold of the, the oak here against the back of your skin 
Um, you're wearing only thin, kind of like a thin nightdress, maybe. Holding this baby, you can see that your arms are extremely feminine. Your legs are feminine. Your feet are bare. Um, cut and, and bleeding. Dirty. The horse gallops by behind you. For a moment, there's silence as you hold this, this child close to you, praying that he doesn't make a noise. As you risk a look around the edge of this oak, you can see him. What was his name? Kairos? Kalanhad? Kalau? Your memory isn't complete here, but this elf in resplendent armor steps off of his horse, pulling a sword out and turning around. He's got long blonde hair that runs all the way down past his, his buttocks and, and uh, loose as if he kind of very roughly put his uh, armor on and jumped onto a horse. You can see that he is looking around for you. His head snaps towards the tree where you are. As you pull your head back, you realize he can see pretty well. He has dark vision. The starlight provides you with just enough vision to see him, but he can probably see really well here. He brandishes his longsword and starts pacing towards you. As you risk another look, you can see that his mouth is moving. He... He is saying things to you. Mm, something about tying up this business once and for all. He twirls the sword around, kind of casually, almost as if he's taking joy in this. But it doesn't mean anything to you, because you can feel it again, that sleeping power within yourself. It's like a fire that aches to be released from a bottle. And your fingertips tingle. If you just say the word, you can release it. Would you like to cast the spell Fireball on the elf who is trying to kill you and your son? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Roll me 8d6. I'm going to roll a dice of my own. Eight. D6. So forward slash R space eight D6. You're doing far more than five damage. Fifteen. <laughs> Not far more. You turn from this thing, clutching the, the baby under one arm, holding out a hand in front of you. The ends of your fingers crackle and then ignite, your entire hand bursting in flame. From underneath where this elf is, a fire erupts. The horse behind him kind of bolts. Um, this wild cacophony of fiery wishes and screams from underneath this elf. He was previously kind of hidden and obscured in the darkness somewhat, but now he lights up this fire. Would you like to run or fight? I'm going to take my chances and run now that he's a bit distracted. All right, roll me another d20. <gasps> a one. You stumble. Oh. Um, the flames picking up, kicking up around the, uh, the elf. As he swishes his sword around, you can see that it burns up part of him. You can see his hair kind of catches fire. And you stumble one way and fall onto your back. Um, 
you kind of hold the baby as you fall and, and hit the ground and then suddenly tumble over as you fall again and again, sliding down a hillside further into the forest. And that is when we switch again to Ellie. A very different scene for Ellie, to a degree. Uh -oh. You have an even more uncomfortable experience as you remember this. You um, are already surrounded. You're in the worst possible position to be in. Uh, position okay. to be in. Nasty clerics, nasty paladins. They circle oh, really? you at the moment. About eight of them. Mm-hmm. You are death. You know this. You are what awaits them. The crimes that they have accused you of are not crimes. You released those people from this life and sent them, sent them on their way. You hear one of the, um, one of the group ahead of you suddenly step forward. All of them holding weapons, staves, wands. Um, this particular member of the group wearing thick kind of armor, a very large uh, greatsword that he, he brandishes in front of you and draws a kind of land, uh, a line across the sand and looks towards you and says, Come on, Keris. We have you now. Your needless rampage needn't continue. We're all tired here. Come cleanly. We'll make this quick. This guy is a specialist. He's a dragoon. His armor alone hurts your eyes. All of these people here are kind of radiant, almost. It's almost yeah. as if looking at them is like looking directly into the sun for you. It hurts. As you look down at your, your own hands, you can see they're covered in muck and dirt and black and blood. Why can't they see that you're here to help them, to help everybody, to free everybody? You are death. You have two options here. Okay. You can unleash a small piece of your dark power and try to flee in that chaos or unleash all of your power and it will destroy you, but it will take these men with you. These horrible men that have followed you across the wastes. Ooh. Hmm. So these are a bunch of good guys that I try to free from their life. Yeah, and they've not just me them. You've freed just... a lot of people from life. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> I think I would do what a rogue would do, and I would try to escape. Right. And I would I would try to escape and potentially come back later when they're not ganged up against me. Well, well, that's my have... thinking. At least. Like, yeah. oh, I'll come back later. <laughs> you can you can now reach into it. You can reach into the void. Yeah. Um, your grubby hand reaches upwards now and, and disappears okay. grabs into that sort of glorious magical darkness and you pull it down into this okay. land and it pours forth unfolding from the tear enveloping the area give me a d20 as suddenly all of this blackness pours over you and into the ground washing out over the, the dust and the sand towards these foes of yours 11. You run suddenly, and that's when the sky above you bursts open. 
with radiant light. It burns you and it dispels this darkness instantly. You can hear that same dragonborn say, We know your tricks now. Suddenly they're running towards you. Maces and swords held aloft, the clerics suddenly casting their horrible bright spells on you. Would you like to climb into the void? Um, is that my only option at this point? You can try and do something else, but you're probably done for. I climb into the void. The void is open. I, I, I jump right in. <laughs> I don't even hesitate. The void opens like a mouth. You jump into it. It closes on you suddenly. And you're inside of a sort of vast blackness. Just sort of endless space. You don't even really have what feels like a, a corporeal form anymore as you spread out and become one into this endless darkness. But it's not peaceful. There's torment. Torment, torment. A pain that scratches at your mind, in your mind, at your body, and tears at your soul. But in the oh distance, there is a small speck of light, swirling, bright and mottled, almost like an ink blot, shifting and changing. Would you like to head for that light? I go for the light. If that's the only thing I see, I go for it. By approaching the light, you begin to claw your way out, piece by piece. Energy slowly returning to limbs that were lost, and that torment piece by piece driven back. And upon Ellie's hand, the inky tattoo shifts and swirls. Sooner, we shift to you. Oh. You experience the events of last session. However, you experience them from the perspective of Igan. Um, you see them obviously as terrible, awful demons. Um, everything they did was pretty awful. You definitely get the sensation that Igan is an evil creature. Um, everything that pretty much we experienced last week, you see and vaguely understand and feel on the part of Igan. This was a priest of a devil beyond the realms of mortals and deep within the nine hells. Be it information that you understand or don't that you are able to draw from it. Okay. <clears throat> But there, sort of as his memories flood you, you see her suddenly, and she sees you. Um, at the end of this memory, um, you see the woman that you recognize as Mother Numera. And when Egan is kind of walking towards that doorway, she looks up, and she sees him expectantly, but then she does a sort of double take. And she sees you. She looks beyond the flesh and body of the incubus and pulls a card up to show you it. And it's the tower. And she speaks and says, Well, I certainly wasn't expecting you. 
and what you is happening? know that this was meant for you. And as you see the card, you are quite violently, I would imagine, snapped back to your physical form, along with Aura, Bo, and Ellie. Each of the memories that you have pretty stark in your minds, I'm sure. As you uh, stumble forward, each of you, pulled out of these, these memories, these strange memories that may make sense to some of you and may not. Either way, stumbling forward, you once again see the room that you left and the room that we all left a couple of weeks ago, kinda, um, as this form is now ahead of you in this giant room with all these strange glittering lights and uh, perfectly masoned slabs. Um, sooner you probably like stumble forwards into a pillar here. Um, the others, you know, you guys have all been running forward and it's almost like, you know when you're reading a book and you like read two pages but you're thinking of something else and you're like, how did I read these? It didn't take any of that information in. You've, yeah. you've run some of this hallway now and then you come back and you realize that you, you're a few paces ahead of where you were and you spill into this large room. There is um, this form now and he's huge. He's, he's a giant shifting sand man, mostly torso. Um, at the, the base of his body, the sand kind of spills out across this room and it doesn't really just um, cover the area that he's in. You can see that there's sand all over the floor here, but not huge amounts of it. You're not like in the sand dunes or anything. Um, this giant form is looking down at each of you as you kind of snap forward and, and bring yourselves to a, a grounded consciousness. And he speaks. No mouth moves. No, um, no larynx is being used necessarily. But you hear his voice with your ears, with your mind. You're not too sure. You're kind of waking up. He says, Prove yourselves worthy of my presence, and I will allow you to offer your trinkets to me. Grant yourselves the power of the great gate of time. In my master's name and that of the dying order, I will give no quarter. He shifts quickly, and I'm going to need initiatives again from you all, please. I shall roll one for him. I will warn you, he is pretty tough. <laughs> I feel like I should give you guys warnings now. This is officially your real first boss fight that you've had as well. Around you, there isn't any other versions of yourselves either. And if you glance back, there isn't any like stumbling through the doors here. Um, I'm gonna roll one dice. He is on a 16. And who am I missing? Uh, Bo. Who we got? 23. So, as you guys kind of break out of this strange kind of dream state, um, sooner yours far longer and more intense than everyone else's for the record. Um, okay. There's a reason theirs were pretty short here. And yours was much longer. Do you um, want me to move myself down on the initiative? Why? 
Oh no, 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 no. I'm just oh, is there, uh, oh, uh, relative. Just, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. You're in the game. Okay. Wibbly wobbly. Um, Got it. But you know the events of what happened in your dream were, you know, relatively yeah. the same amount of time. Um, whereas these guys had a flash of a single moment. Um, each of you kind of stumble out of this, and then suddenly these sands are shifting and moving. This giant thing is totally attacking you right now. Um, Bo, you're the first one to react and move. Give you guys an idea of the room here, by the way. Um, you can kind of see around it pretty well when it glitters and lights up. So it's just that I had trouble with the dynamic lighting on some of it. There is a, a room over here on this side of you to the right. It looks like you can get into. Um, the back end of this room looks the same as this side in that it's kind of a, what is that, an octagon or a hexagon? I hope it's an octagon. Um, and uh, you, uh, but the back end, there's pretty much nothing over there. On this side of you, there is what looks to be a closed door. Um, so that's kind of what you can see just to give because every now and then the the lights on these blue lines and things and on the walls pulse and twinkle and give you almost like a, a, a sonar or an echolocation like you remember that old daredevil movie where he would see when they would hit the wall and it would do that weird pulse out thing which was terrible it kind of does that almost so you get an idea every now and then of what this room looks like and you can see that there is one opening to the right of this room that leads into another place um and other than that pretty much this room is is a sealed kind of octagon. The hallway behind you is still open. So, Bo, first to react here, what would you like to do? Oh God, oh well, can I sense perhaps the room uh, that has an opening? Would it have anything perhaps aid us or get the heck out of this place? I don't think you have any idea. You have as much context, unfortunately, oh. as, as Bo does. You can't see anything in there. It's it's uh, up there and down. A, it's a way. You can just see an exit that appears to be open, basically. When gotcha. I say exit, no. it doesn't necessarily mean an exit. Like, you're... Oh, you yes, yeah, so no free cold breeze coming down that way, I suppose. No, no. it doesn't. Like, at no. least, if nothing else, it's at best an alcove. Oh, boy. Take cover in. Oh, okay. Yikes. Well, I mean, he hasn't done anything yet, but uh, he's looking awfully mad. Uh, okay. You think I could go behind one of these pillars to take some cover? Yeah, you guys are kind of all behind cover already. Um, oh, okay, you're, gotcha. you're, Each of you is in a little bit of cover. I guess, Bo, I'll give you... I'll put you there. Um, okay. You guys kind of begin behind these pillars um to a degree so you actually each of you has a little bit of cover i think half cover whichever one gives you the, the qac is what you've got um which i think is a half cover and um yeah so you can actually remain behind one one of these pillars if your token is behind one of those two squares then i would uh, i would count you as in cover there okay um well i'm gonna can I cast uh, Bardic Inspiration? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Also, all of you are super fresh, fresh as the daisy. You've all got full complement of spells. You've all got yes. all of your bullshit like Bardic Inspirations, and you all should be at full HP. I went in and okay. checked, but I think I don't, I'm not sure if I actually changed everything correctly. So you should be feeling brand new. All right. Well, I'm a cast Bardic Inspiration. Sure. And cast it over to Ellie. 
Ellie, you have a bardic inspiration. Um, just a reminder, it pretty much gives you a d6 on um, attack rolls and uh, saving throws, should you need to make one. You can add an extra d6 to the end of it. Um, that is your bonus action. Oh, you still have a full action that you can do, which you can attack or cast a, a spell that takes a full action. Okay. And Arts I guess I suppose I'd like to... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna brace for impact. You're gonna brace for impact. You can't. There is okay. So there is actually a couple of moves that you can do for that. Oh um, really? Yeah. Cool. You can use your action in a creative way. Like, do you remember when we fought the Minotaur things? Um, and Marwood was oh. dodging oh, instead yeah. of doing anything. You can do that. Oh. Essentially, what that does oh. is that until the end of your next turn, any attack roll against you has disadvantage if you can see the attacker. And your deck save okay. throws have advantage. So that um, that could be a brace. I don't think there's right. really anything that's like a just hide thing. Okay, yeah. You can yeah. hide. I'm a that's also a move, Whoa. which is what Ellie does a lot. All right. I'm, I'm a brace. All right. Because I, I think this thing, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I think Bo is a little uh, shook yeah. to hide. He's stunned by what he sees. I'm going to take All your right. brace as a I dodge. Yes. And uh, so remember that any attacks against you have disadvantage. So if I don't do that, then uh, tell me off. Because oh. um, <laughs> I forget what everyone's got on them going on. All right. And you don't want to move. You want to hide behind this thing still. Yep. Like a wuss puss. All right. So you've got a plus two to your AC temporarily while you're in cover. Suuna. Mm. Uh, I saw future Suna use uh, web, mm -hmm. and I haven't done that yet. So I think to myself, well, I don't know how to do that, but I'd sure like to try. So I cast web. Okay. I had a feeling you might, and that's why I didn't delete <laughs> the web before. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you control of it. Um, mm -mm. Are you Ezen? Yes. There you go. So oh, you should be able to put that whatever wherever you want. Theory, the token of the web there. All right, just refamiliarizing myself. As in on the map, there's a big old web that you should be able to move no, around. No, uh, yeah. I know. I was okay. just uh, rereading the spell because I, if I remember correctly, I specifically only picked two or three blocks for it to be in. I, I don't know why I did that, but. We're right. just going to put it all over him. You conjure there a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of your choice. Webs fill a 20-foot cube. So a cube is a specific word in there that I think means this thing goes 20 feet up as well. For the sake, for the record, it's mm -hmm. not like a square on the ground. It's actually in a big cube shape kind of in front of you guys in, in 3D, which we don't have any right. verticality in the roll 20. And then... Each creature that starts its turn in the web uh, must make a dex saving throw. Yeah. And then it's restrained and all that, and then it is flammable, which we did just witness. So Correct. I will then say, Ellie, maybe some flame. Oh, fire. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to move? I'm. You said I'm behind cover, right? Yep. I'm pretty tuckered out, actually, from that, whatever that was. So, yeah, I'm just going to stand right by this pillar here. All right. Then, 
comes to Titan, by the time um, you know you guys are are preparing to do these, two Bo gets off a, a quick thing, Sooner gets off a quick thing, and the uh, the Titan is like kicking up sand everywhere. First of all, I'll give him a Dex save. Did you say? Mm. Yes. Uh, twenty-one. Oh, he just does fine there. <laughs> yep. Um, he's still in it though. Um, he, he actually is. isn't moving at all. Um, this means he can use an action to make a strength check against the spell. And if he succeeds, he is no longer restrained. Whereas if he fails, he cannot do that. Okay, so he's I still think. restrained. So any... Um, Each creature that starts to turn must make a dex save. On a failed save, the creature is restrained. A creature restrained gets the day. He's not restrained because if it succeeds, it's no longer restrained. The webs are flammable. Any five foot cube of web exposed to the burns far away and run around. Then what's the. Oh, I see. And then if it fails, then he can use the strength check. I see. He's like, for the record though, he's kind of in it. Like the web is still all over him. Um, his sand is shifting o- over it, and it's it's like it's being not going to restrain places, him, but, but it, it could still light on fire, basically. Yeah, it's it's not okay. restraining him in terms of the condition, but it is um, still he's still in it. He's not moving physically, really. Okay. Um, however, all of the the sand that's on the ground all around you everywhere intensifies into a sudden vortex. Um, there's a there's there's maybe like a second before suddenly all of this sand is lifted up magically and then starts to spin around the room. It gathers such speed and such intensity that all creatures um, in the room need to make me a dex saving throw. Uh, Bo, you have advantage on this because you are dodging. 14. 12. 14, 12, 22, and 11. So even with that advantage, you fail. Aura, you fail. Suna and Ellie, you make it. Those of you that fail uh, will take the full amount of 3d6 damage here. Nine. Um, Lord. (laughs) Those of you that make it take half. Um, now with uh, with this you round you round down round we're rounding down like all numbers ever pretty much apart from hit die which we round up. Okay. So um, four. So you take four. Uh, okay. Una takes four. Aura and bow. This sand just whips around. Like I mean, you guys are in cover, but there's sand on the ground. It's everywhere. It hits pretty much every place in this room that you can see. This sand whirling around. It creates a vortex where. You even maybe struggle to see for a moment. And then as it dies down, you can see that lots of little cuts and lacerations and stuff from this sand um, have uh, have been left on your arms and legs and faces and bodies. Um, Titan remains there. He just remains in place. And that brings us to you, Ellie, your turn. Okay, that hurt. <laughs> um, let's see. I I think I would do what Suuna said and just turn around and around the pole and just like shoot off a fire arrow toward him. Sure. Trying to particularly catch the webbing 
because he is surrounded by it. And yeah. fire plus sand is fun. Okay, fun. yeah. Give me the uh, the attack roll. Okay. Holy shit! Twenty one's a hit. Give me the um, why the, you are the damage dealer, Ellie. So it's eleven because I don't think I get sneak attack because no one's near it. You don't, but you, it is a fire arrow, which it is nice. It is also the first time anybody's oh. hit it or attacked it, right? Yeah, it's the, first, for that it's the first time. time. He went before me, so uh, I have to go before him. Um, what's the? Is it one d six for a fire arrow? Um, I can't remember. It was on your second page. Uh, uh, oh, let me look at the second page real quick. Uh, it's one d eight. One d eight. Yeah, one d eight. One. One, but it does ignite the web. Uh, yeah. So what's the? Is, what is there any added damage now, PB? Um, this, it's like it's yes, because the web will catch fire. Cube he's in. Yep. Of which uh, he, because he's big, he's actually in a lot of these. He's in any, four of them. Any five-foot cube of webs exposed to fire burns away in one round, but it will deal two d4 fire damage to any creature that starts its turn in the fire. So bear that in mind, because I think that does four, four of those. Yes, that is correct. Um, so at the start of its next turn, it will do one, right? Sure. Yeah. Don't let. I me, guess. Yeah. Don't let me forget. I um, will not try I for one hundred percent forget, but I'll write it down. Uh, and then you want to hide? Yeah. Okay. Roll me the stealth check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. It's all right. It's you, okay. Uh, you fire this arrow off. The, the arrow flies true. You see it hit this titan and, and just vanish. It's just a giant lump of sand. It's like firing it into a sand dune. Um, the, uh, however, the, the, the webbing around it ignites into flame, suddenly spreading down each of the, the strands of web around this um, titan, lighting him up kind of at the center of the room. Um, it's kind of hard to tell what is and isn't doing damage to uh, to the Titan because he doesn't really like, uh, in the image he has like a face and stuff, but he's not exactly expressive. It's very rudimentary. He is just a lump of sand pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah, but for sure you, you, you dealt some damage here. And that brings us to Aura. What do you want to do? Okay, so everyone has attacked him so far, correct? Correct. Okay. Actually, no, Bo didn't attack. Yeah. Technically. Okay. I'm going to try to talk to the Titan. Mm hmm. Because he said offering up trinkets. Yes. I'm going to fumble into my pocket and pull out the four leaf clover and peer around the pillar. Is this the trinket you are hoping for? The, the face kind of. Um, uh, shuffles into a, a, a nothingness and out of its chest you see a much larger face appear with a little more expression to it um, and it says you may offer it only after you prove yourself yes I, I think we have to fight him first and I look, look over to Suna I don't, I don't want to fight him yeah. he's very large me either, but but our future asses did okay. Just we we just have to do what they did, you know. Run in with your big sword, and you'll be fine, probably. Maybe. I give her a second glance, and she says, "Probably," <laughs> and um, <laughs> just kind of go, "Huh, that's an interesting choice of words." <laughs> 
but I am going to draw my sword if I can. I draw my sword and I I run. Did that count as an action offering up my trinket? No. Okay, I'm going to stuff my little my little four leaf clover in. I'm going to draw my sword and I'm going to run to the Titan. Okay. And um, <laughs> slash at him with be, it. Be careful! Be careful of the webbing. Yeah, the webbing okay. is because all it's on around fire, him. right? So you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, if you step into the, I'll give. Do you want me to give him a threat range again? Um, so you guys can see. What is and isn't. Maybe it would have been better to use your bow. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> Sorry. Because I'll stand right like on the outskirts of the webbing. And there's got to be, if it's a web like I'm picturing, there's got to be like areas that are open between. Correct? Like in the webs? Like a Technically, web? yes, but also super technically. D&D technically, no. Um, okay. Because of combat rules, the web is everywhere that the red is. His okay. threat range, you have to be standing somewhere in that redness um, to be able to melee hit him. Okay. And that is the problem, is that he's surrounded by this web. The web okay. will burn away in one round if you want to hit him with a ranged attack first. Um, Maybe that's But I think best. you probably run up with this sword, get to the edge of this webbing, and then you've got a decision to make. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my sword and put it back in its sheath and I'm going to say, oh, it's probably better to use my bow and arrow. I'm going to pull my longbow out and I'm going to aim it at his face and shoot it. I'm quite future aura yet. Um, I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah, okay. it's, it's fine. <laughs> you, okay. uh, yeah, you just whip out this bow and then launch off two arrows. <laughs> two attacks. Six. Of course, it's a natural one. Mm. Where did she go? Should have given that inspiration to remember. Aura. <laughs> um, Aura. I ran up to the Titan, so I'm right there, right next to him. I mean, she wouldn't <laughs> need it if she didn't run up to the Titan. <laughs> uh, roll me a d20. You have two okay. attacks. You have mo- uh, extra attack. I can't remember. I don't believe so. Unless I. Okay, uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. I'm an 18. I can't remember what you have. We are level five, aren't we? We're level four. No, you're level I think. Four. Oh no, we're four. I think it is level five then. That was what my brain just fed to me. So, an eighteen. How precious is this bow to you? Is this like an heirloom, or is this just a bow that you bought? I made it with my friend Alvin. How would you like it to break? In a way, I could fix it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked that first question. Um, either, for some reason your weapon breaks so you can describe to me basically it's useless okay. until you fix it okay as I'm drawing the arrow back I hear like some of the the wood cracking a little bit and right where it's tied oh, fire. oh god right where it's tied you can see that some of the sparks from the, the web have started to ignite it a little bit so I pull it down and I start I start trying to put it out and notice that at this point it's unusable. I, I can only essentially throw the arrows like darts. I can't use my bow to Correct. Draw, draw arrows back anymore. 
Yeah, so I think like you go running up, you bring this like longbow out and you look up at this just ginormous form. And as you pull the uh, the the arrow back, just this tiny form standing in front of Titan. The uh, there's just a, a terrible uh, snap. And I think I have an image that I always use to describe because this was one of the images I saw to inspire this character overall. But you probably look a bit like this. Oh. <laughs> um, this is kind of probably what we see as there's a snap as the edge of the uh, the bow there breaks. It's not like destroyed permanently, but you definitely need to see like a specialist or someone who can cast maybe like the mending spell, something like that would, uh, okay. would fix it. You're going to need to see someone and then this just giant form now stands in front of you. Do you want to do anything else? Give a bonus action still. Uh, also maybe still have some movement. Um, you have 10 feet of movement, which really yeah. isn't going to do much help for you, really. It's up to you. You can still use it. I'm, I'm going to use Zephyr Strike because I'm realizing being this close and the web's making it too difficult. Um, I'd like to use that to go back into... Oh, yes. Hiding. Very Not clever. hiding, but back behind the... Of course. So I'm going to use... So just like the wind, as soon as I notice my bow is breaking and I can't use my sword, I just dash back and rejoin Bo behind this pillar. That yeah. was very good, Aura. And um, I think uh, I shouldn't have gone so close. Sorry. I, f I forgot about the fire. <laughs> I could have seen it. <laughs> um, oh, look, I love you, KPP. KPP, <sighs> since, uh, since you've got all the luck in the world right now, do you want to roll me a d4? I sure would like to, Brad. <laughs> the disdain in her voice. <laughs> the, the three. Uh, all right, that's Bo. Bo, give me a dex save. Huh? Wait, what? Oh God! You're still on dodge, right? That's advantage. Uh, yes, for you that. are. You have advantage. Sorry. Oh, that's good. Forget this stuff. Nineteen. Like as uh, as Aura suddenly like dodges around this corner and backs against this pillar next to you, the sand that's on the ground in front of you launches up towards your face inexplicably. Just a bunch of sand launches at you. All of it hits your sunglasses, um, <laughs> and then and then falls to the ground in in front of where you are. And now it's your turn. He's like a mean kid throwing sand at the other kids in the really sandbox. He is a big mean kid. Bully. <laughs> okay. Good description. All right. Well, uh, considering uh, myself and Aura, we probably took the most damage uh, you know, with that that last sand attack. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast. Um, uh, oh, she's actually right next to me. Um, I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds. Okay over to, to Aura. I would gently put a hand over her shoulder. I know you I know you, you can't use your bow. Um but I'm 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 your bow. I got you, okay? And with that as well, I cast Bardic Inspiration. I give you nice. inspiration. There you go. Um all right. Nice. You uh and you heal Aura for seven. Yes. And Aura, you have a Bardic Inspiration as well, which you can use on ability checks, uh, attack rolls, or saving throws. Um, I, I would touch Bo's hand and just say thank you. I got you. 
sooner. Your turn. Okay, I'm gonna be a little bitch. I'm sorry. Um, the, the <laughs> you said that the cube goes up as well, right? Yeah. So instead of on his turn it being four two d fours, I think it would actually stack up. Right. So it so would be, be eight. eight. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but if that's okay, then that'll happen. And then I'd like to ready in action, and I want to try to mold Earth. I want to take the rest of the web and move it towards him, but only after the fire has struck him. Okay. Um, well, mold Earth is... Says you can take a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range. So it would be taking webbing, not dirt or stone. Will you allow me to do that? Hmm... See a portion of dirt. I wonder or stone. if I can move the dirt and stone that the web is on and sticking to. But I think it's only a small amount. I think probably not, you can. Like an attack. I, well, I don't see why you can't. It fits within a five foot cube, though. So I don't know how you move it to another five foot cube, if that makes sense. All I would do is be taking one five foot and putting it on him so that we could catch it on fire, ultimately. Oh, actually, if you if you target an area of loose earth, you can instantaneously excavate it and move it along yeah. the ground and deposit it five feet away. Right. So yeah. I would be taking... Because what's going to happen is the, all of those cubes are going to burn away. The web is going to burn... Well, the fire is going to burn away, and I just want to move one of them back onto him. So that he'll right. get Right, and there's a, bunch, there's a shit ton of sand around him which you yeah. lift up and launch a corner of the webbing towards him. So, yeah, yes. I don't see why not. Okay, amazing. You can't move the, the slab uh, of stone, for sure. But you could move no. the sand that, that is under, yeah. That it's on not. it. Okay, wonderful. Uh, then that is what I would like to do. I just like to be careful with Mulder because you tried to use it to fly once and I don't want to... Yes, wanna... I did. <laughs> I don't want to set something that I can't take back and then next week you're like, we fly away! And I'm like, fuck, Magic I made the roll last carpet. week. Yeah. No, no, that's good. That's why I asked. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I would like to ready that and wait. Right. So, you fling some sand with some webbing attached to him at his face and then there's just a... a shit ton of flame that goes crazy here as all of this webbing just burns up um what what is the number of damage here uh, uh if, it's 2d4 per per cube is it yes so he's technically in eight cubes he's in eight Not cubes yes <laughs> so but, that would be eight 2d4 so it would be 16d4. But you also flung another one at him. Yes. So then we would add that one onto so it. So it's 18d4. Which is ridiculous. Nine. Yes. No, 9d4. Yes. Nine Not 18. 19d4. Oh my good God. All right. Because right. it's times two. Yeah. His numbers are too high for me. Can I just type in roll 19? 1d4 will it do that i don't know uh, it's not 19 d4s no. though it's uh it's nine two it's d4s. 16 d4s plus an extra 2d4 isn't it 
It's four 2d4, but he's an eight, so it would be eight 2d4, and then we added an extra one. So the I don't know why I'm a DM. Nine 2d4, right? Hold on. I'll just nine 2d4s is 18 to, is 18d4s. 18 18. It's the same. So you just, but I don't know if I can do that in roll 20. Can I just roll? No, you roll, you roll, you roll four, four slash D4. R 19d4 is the same amount. Same amount of D4s. 42. <laughs> nice. All right. I need to do my own mathematics here. Oh, wow. That is that an insane amount of damage. That yeah. is an insane amount for, uh, for level. For web? For, for mold earth. <laughs> <laughs> a cantrip that does no damage. So I think there's like a there's there's just a, a set of explosions, right? That it just this thing just ignites, and you see the sands rush and swirl and, and try and attempt to put this um, fire out. Um, you see him kind of uh, uh, um, not shrink, but like fold in and then and then rush down um, and become an almost like a wave um, of of sand as he puts out this fire in the webbing that's on him vanishes then um he sort of reforms again um everyone give me perception checks yeah you oh gotta beat a three <laughs> even if you fail but you get a five isn't that a beating um i always do uh i always do Natural one is always a fail. So, oh. um, so everyone else fa- sees this. Soon as <laughs> too busy, like, launching this spell and casting it and, and watching the, the reaction of the spell, the rest of you see that as he reforms and he reforms a version of his head, that he's smiling as uh, as he comes back up. And oh, then oh that, my God, is that, he proud of us? The smile shifts away <laughs> for a moment. Um... It is his normal turn here. This is his recharge for his bullshit move. Um, if he rolls a five or a six, he gets to do that same bullshit move again, which he was going to... Um, kicking up the sand again around you. You feel the sand on the <clears throat> ground and all the sand around him suddenly shift into a wild vortex. That smile from his face was only there for the briefest moment before suddenly there is sand everywhere and once again everybody needs to make me a deck save as a vortex of sand um hits you like a wall dear lord dear lord uh how does like someone with 20 decks fail (laughs) so um you are the only failure here ellie so you're going to take the full (laughs) brunt Yeah, oh, figure as much. The, uh, your, your dice roll is the only failure here, I should say, so that you don't come away from this with a complex. And uh, you take the full amount. Everyone else takes half of nine again. Is that the okay. same exact same roll? Yes. I'm going to freak out if it is. Two, one, and six? No, it was yeah. three, one, and five last time. That's scary. Um, so again, uh, you, you take nine this time. I think Ellie probably looks pretty... <sighs> 
fucked up from this one as the sand pretty much catches her entirely. You see that the uh, it's just opening wounds. I wouldn't in this, say fucked up, chaos. but you know, like, have you ever been to the beach and you're like riding the waves, even on yes. a floaty, and then you get like just totally dragged under the ocean and you yeah. go up and you got like sand dripping down you and you're like, <laughs> what happened? That's, that's what happens <laughs> as these as the sand like dissipates here. Everyone else, you do take a little bit of damage to the uh, to the tune of four. Um, Ellie takes the full nine. Um, Ellie, are you all right? I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think I had a wave of sand. Just, oh, it's, it's everywhere. I'm, oh, my, I'm gonna need a shower. It's your turn, Ellie. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, well, I. I mean, I I think I'm I I I'm a one-trick pony. I think I'm gonna bring out a regular arrow and try to shoot it at its head, right at its head. All right. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is a hit. With nine piercing, and um, did he take damage from uh my fire arrow last time? He did. That was the D8 you rolled, right? Oh, oh uh, no, but he takes it every round too. After that. Oh, he's on fire, isn't he? Right, I see. So he takes one damage, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Um, I can give him. I'm bad at surfing oh, sand waves. Like fire, but I'll, I'll do that as well. Okay. Let's see. So you um you launch an arrow at him. You again, you see it kind of sink into his um into his big sandy body here. Your plain arrows don't look to be like extremely effective. Well, it's not he's just going to have to get over that. <laughs> All right. The old Pokemon uh, thing comes up. It's I'm going to hmm, I'm going to just go into stealth. I don't want to leave these guys. Like I don't want to move away right now until they start moving. Okay. Give me that 28. 28. Yeah, you hide in your uh, in the shadow. I hide in the sand that's all around me now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, Aura, your turn. This time, there is no webbing on fire around him. You can definitely run up to the base of him and hit him with oh. your sword if you'd like. How does okay. unrestricted? Can I ask a question real quick? Hmm. If he doesn't see me, do I get sneak attack? Um, you get sneak attack as long as you have advantage on the hit. And, uh, -huh. uh, yeah, you probably would have advantage if he doesn't know you're there. Because I was stealth, and... You also still have your inspiration, don't forget. Yeah. Right. Um, well, he... I, I, I would use inspiration just to buff, uh, buff one of my attacks, right? So... Um, I don't know if you... You could. Can you do it to the damage? I don't know if you have I the... think it's to hit. I don't think it's to damage. Yeah, there's yeah. a certain type of bard that gives you uh, added to damage, and I don't think it's the one that bow is, but I can't remember. You have... Oh, no, you have... Fairy fire. Eero did that. Hang on, right? hang on, hang on. With that uh, spell. No, 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 no. Bow... Um, there's a certain type of bard. Do you remember what type of bard <clears> you are? There's, like, lore bard, and then there's another oh. bard, and there's... Yeah, I'm a lore bard. Oh, yeah, you are. You're bard of lore. So you have um, cutting words, right? So she can distract. Well, Dis Disby can distract, but Bo can use the Bardic Inspiration to distract the um, Titan. If the Titan, some say, say the Titan tries to hit you or something, right? 
you can use cutting words to reduce his attack roll. Um, oh. Alternatively, if you want to do it, when you see someone get hit, you can um, reduce the damage roll um, on, a, on a hit, but it has to be after an attack roll. So there's a difference between you guys making a saving throw when the... Um, usually an, a an AOE thing, like an area of effect thing, is a saving throw. So you have to dive out of the way of the sand, right? Or you're covering yourselves from the sand, probably in this instance. Um, it wouldn't work in that situation to reduce the damage. But if someone is doing an attack roll, like trying to hit someone, you could let him hit him and then reduce that damage by D6. But only Bow can do that. And it consumes one of your uses of Bardic Inspiration. And it also consumes oh, gotcha. a thing called your reaction, which of which you have mm. one a turn. Um, gotcha. So you can do that once a turn overall, but you have to use it. it you're kind of just, it's the basketball thing where I said before, where you distract them while they're coming in with the attack. Um, so remember you have that. It might not serve you too well in this fight. Just like, um, just like Ellie, you're finding that you're not really able to take him by surprise. Even though you are hiding, he still seems to be aware that you're there in okay. here. So, so for this, this particular, so in a normal instance where I'm not fighting a mega boss, if I go into stealth and they don't roll a higher perception than my stealth, wouldn't I get advantage on that roll? Yeah, you would. No matter Which what. Is, yeah, it's the whole rogue thing. Yeah. Fire okay. hide, fire hide. Usually though, I haven't um, been rolling with advantage though. I ha I've only been rolling normal. Right, because you haven't had advantage in this fight, but no, you can do it's that fine, yeah. with the other ones. Usually, um. Yeah, be aware of it. And also, you kind of have to move each time. Once you reveal yourself from behind a cart and fire an arrow, they know you're there even if you try and stealth there again. So you got to move now to another Unless little Unless they're distracted by another one of my teammates, right? Kind of, but they so. still kind of, they're aware that you're there. You know, like okay. they know that there's a person firing at them from over there, even if they're still being distracted here fighting. Um, even if you move like one or two squares behind like another barrel or something like that. Um, yeah. But I'm not. I'm also not crazy strict on it, so probably I'll forget. But technically, you would have to do that. So I'll just tell you, and if we do it, then we All do right. it. But usually, but this you're guy right. Doesn't matter anyway, because he's a giant sand monster, dude. You're like di <laughs> you're like diving out here, and he's just looking at you straight away, kind of. Um, yeah. Like he, he he seems to be very aware that all four of you are there, even though you're still hiding from him. Um. Okay, so Aura. Mhm. Mm what do you want to do? I'm going to now draw my sword and I'm going to run up to the Titan now. And you said I have to go into the. I'm just going right in here and I'm just going to stab. I'm trying to think because you showed me that that picture of how large he is compared to me. Right. <laughs> I'm going to aim for his torso and try to slash. Yeah, you sort of don't have a choice but to just randomly hit the sand. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. But also, he is not, he's not, again, he's not like holding a form fully. He is shifting yeah. kind of like, he doesn't, he's not just kind of standing there like a dude exactly. It just seems to be his general form that he's holding. Um, so yeah, you just run up and hit the, the sand with the greatsword. Give me the attack roll. 24. Oh, yes. 20... Great job, Aura. Four is a hit. Hey, a very good one. Six. Six. You, um, you just like uh, your sword hits this sand, and it it feels like exactly the same as if you were to hit a sand dune with a great sword in real life. I'm sure. Aura's pretty strong, so it cuts through it, 
Um, and you, you just blast a load of sand out of the side of this thing. Um, it does seem to deal damage to it. It reacts to it. It doesn't seem too effective. So do I get the impression that this is not the kind of damage? I think that... all of you by now are aware that this thing um, seems to be resistant to just traditional attacks from non-magical stuff. Okay, if I use my... I can still use my Zephyr Strike, correct? And um, Yeah, your Zephyr Strike is still active. Okay, I'm going to go back next to Bo and just... I don't think... I, I don't think typical things are going to hurt this. The fire seemed to help and soon whatever you did worked really well. Well, I can only do that a couple more times, so... Ellie, do you want to give it a shot? Uh, yeah, that's about all I can do anyways. Give it a shot. All right. I got a, I got a couple shots left. That's about it, though. So... Okay, I'll Aura. go for that, then. Roll me a d4. Again. It's going to be me this time. I just know it. It rolled in my blind. No, that's it. Aura, roll it. You're oh, in I charge. Think she's trying to. Oh, oh, you, oh, sorry, you needed me to do that. I'm very yeah, sorry. Yeah, D4. Sorry. It's just sorry. You're the last one in the turn here, so that's why it's your chance. Your every time. One. One. You were right, PB. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, Romy, a Constitution saving throw. Twenty. Twenty. Nice. Um, the, the sand that's everywhere in here. Um, coalesces around your feet for a moment. Um, it rushes up around you. Tickles. It creates a sort of a column around you. For a moment. What do you do before this creates a sand coffin like Gara from Naruto? I step out of the way. All right, yeah, you jump out of the, the way and it. Of the pillar, yeah. You just, yeah, you just jump to one side and it closes in on where you are and falls to the ground. Um, that will be enough of that, sir. <laughs> Bo, your turn. All right. Okay, I see that Ellie is a little roughed up from that sand wave. So I cast my healing word, Pada Boom! And it hits her like a cool gust of wind that happens to have a nice, refreshing smell of mint. And it gets the sand out of my eyes. Thank you, Bo. Oh. I needed that. No worries. Also, doesn't it, like, fix your hair as well? Oh. It was like, it makes your hair, like, shiny and flowing in the breeze. Like, uh, I think what has he has said Pantene. previously. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a, <laughs> that's how I envision it. Exactly like a Pantene commercial. Well, I just go like this. I'm just tapping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. That's another seven then, healing for you. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> wish to cast it's healing one more bardic inspiration over to Suna because I need to get oh. all my girls buffed up. Nice. Everyone's buffed. Um. Thank you. I give you inspiration. So everyone has an inspiration right now, right? Yes. So don't forget that on your turn. You can yep. use a d6 for some bullshit if you want. Um. All right. Nice. Suna. All right. Uh, I'm going to cast Web again. Nice. you want it in the chat again nope 
I know right. what it does. Right. Everyone now is preparing to use the exact same spell on their own DM at home. DMs around the world all just recoiled in horror when I allowed that move, by the way. And <laughs> they did that thing that Yoda does where he steps back. Well, to be fair, that was only one extra 1d4, right? Or 2d4. The rest of the damage was still earned by the web and the, the fire, by just how it works mechanic-wise. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm sure. I feel, I'm okay I feel with it. too guilty if you tell me that it's... Why? You need to I win. I have guilt all the time. <laughs> I also want you to win, or you end my campaign. PB, we need to win. I know, <laughs> I know that's fine. all right. I'll Save the Bobo's next butt cheek. <laughs> By all means, try and win. I will be eternally mm. in your debt. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, doing anything else? Oh. No, but I would like to know if it's restrained. Oh, yes. Uh, well, that's on its turn, right? Which I think is no, now. Or uh, is it? I think so. Start of its turn. Sure. To save. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you're right. Uh, yes, that's all I do. Alrighty. So I'm going to make another deck save. And that's an 11. This is your spell save DC. Uh, uh, sorry, 15. No, he doesn't. Uh, sorry, 16. No, he doesn't make it. He doesn't, so he's restrained. Restrained means that his speed becomes zero. He can't benefit from any bonus to his speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature also has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Um... So, he is restrained right now by these webs. So, this time, he, uh, I, I think it probably doesn't look any different. Um, but he is mechanically restrained this time. It seems to have uh, wound itself around him in a different way. And uh, I'm going to roll another uh, d6 to see if he recharges that other bullshit spell. One, he does not. Which means he's going to do some other bullshit for you. I'm going to roll my own set of d4s here. Actually, no. Why would I do that? I'll just attack each of you one by one. Um, Suna and Ellie, look look below. Hi. And then um, Aura and then Bo, look above. So the sands form into a column of hardened earth and punches upwards or punches down from somewhere above you. Suddenly all this sand is falling down and hardening into attacks. The first okay. one was towards Ellie on a 21. The second one was on Suna for 24. Are they, are they two hit you too? Uh, I will reuse, use a reaction. I will shield. Shield. I mean, yeah, it hits me. I'm at 17. Okay. So, so uh, we'll do... We'll do the uh, hit on Ellie first, which is going to hit can you I, for... Can I lower the attack with the D6? Can I try? No. That doesn't work for the spells? Uh. Bo could do that. Oh, only Bo could cast that. Okay. Yeah, that's a cutting words thing. Okay. Um, you... Well, that hurt. <laughs> yep. You feel this this column of, of sand harden up above you and then bang crunches you in the top of the head 
Ellie, I think probably just there's there's one of those classic like blood runs down the front of your mm. your forehead moments. Sooner you need your AC goes up to 24, 25. Uh, you got to get 25 with your AC just to give you. I'll let you redo the shield if you want. Can I actually? He is. Yes, it would. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. No, it doesn't. It's just under, so it's useless. You don't have to cast He'll it. I'll still let hit you undo me. it. All right, thank you. Uh, but he's still going to hit you. Also, it says here in roll 20, it says that it's only used for magic missile. That can't be right, right? No, that's not true. It says you okay. take no damage. Like, what from, the fuck? It's okay. an auto immunity to magic that. missile damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, if anyone does magic missile to you, you can always absorb it. Uh, you take eight bludgeoning. All right. Aura, uh, does a 12 beat your AC? Wait, he had disadvantage, did he not? He has disadvantage on all attacks against us, good sir. Does he now? Yes, he does. Um, yes, he failed. Creatures attack rolls have spell. disadvantage. Nice. Okay, hold on. Wait, first of all, does uh, sorry, the 12... Normally I would shut the fuck up, but this is a serious fight and this I don't the... want yeah, to yeah, lose yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 12, does that hit you, Aura? I have an 18 AC, so no. And the 15, does that hit you, Bo? The AC. Does 15 beat your AC? Well, my AC is 15, so... It is 15. Okay, yes. Yeah, so it breaks it. Makes it breaks it means yes. So I'm going to roll okay. again for um, Ellie. 10 is a miss, yeah? That's um, a miss. That is a 19. Oh, I need to do Sooners as well. Sooner. Oh, okay. 26. That one will still hit me. So you still take the 8. <laughs> yes. Uh, a 19 uh, and a 15. So, Bo, you're going to take a hit as well here for 10 bludgeoning as well. So, basically, all around all four of you, these columns of sand suddenly uh, appear and punch upwards and outwards and are along from you down and then hit you. You don't have cover. <laughs> um, you do have cover if he's firing at you from his line of sight, but he's using all the sand around you because yeah. he's a bastard. And you re you maybe realize this now that all of his moves are doing bullshit. They're just hitting you because it's wherever there's sand, which is everywhere. These, these columns of sand rush up. They strike um, bow for 10. They strike sooner. Um, Aura maybe dodges out of the way as one comes up. One hits Ellie in the top of the head. And her head like bursts open with blood. And then suddenly oh. you all blink for a moment. And she's fine. It was a refraction of time. In the gate of time. You know what else is a refraction of time? The break we're going on now. Oh, you bastard. Going to a short break. Uh, oh, but I had to use fire. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold that thought. We're going to go to a short break here. Let everyone go and uh, take a take a, a little breather. Um, as the Titan continues his fight, he is a big beefy bastard, and um, I have to say I was um really nervous rolling up. Suna the way I did because 
they were like a sorcerer with no eldritch blast what are you thinking you are going to die and your entire party is going to tpk and it will be your fault but i think it's actually working out fairly well i uh, think we have a team that works that together is, well is wrong don't worry yeah because... did you hear that reddit Fuck off yeah don't worry. <laughs> Well, here's my only advice to PB: be greedy. Gotta be greedy. I just like to respect the like, if, you know, DM. So whatever. I would. DM says, I would say I'm this is the like, one okay, fight sure. where we're like, okay, being greedy because he hits hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, might be the one one time. He's a big, fine. strong, early bastard, big thing that likes hurting things and wants to Ooh. test you properly. Sounds a lot like Sorry. Brad. Oh, Big, strong, and burly. That's me. I'm super strong. Me. Uh, I don't know. I've never met you. You could be like, I'm seven foot. And I'd be like, okay. He so, is, actually. I don't know. No, I don't seven think. I'm pretty, I'm pretty skinny. I am seven foot eight, though. All right. <laughs> We're going to go to a short break here. We'll be back in a few minutes. Go grab yourselves a little drinky. Um, yeah. Or go and do whatever it is you do. But you've only got three minutes to do it. We'll see you in a few. Bye. Why doesn't this work? So, rejoining the gang here in the uh, Gate of Time against Titan the Sandman from Spider-Man. Um, he's a complete ripoff Spider-Man, Sandman character. Please do inform your local Marvel representative um, and tell them that Wax Steven sent you. So, you are... Uh, some of you are looking a little beaten up, but you're all still good. That's the end of his turn. It is Ellie's turn. That's what we're doing. I remember what's happened. There's a web all over him. You're muted. You were going to tell me I was muted. I was, <laughs> I was really tempted not to. Usually I don't. Is there sand all around our feet right now? There's, there's sand everywhere. Again, it's not a lot, but there's. it seems like this place is coated in sand. You know. Does it look in the foreseeable area, like there is an area that I can either see the floor or like that I can climb up? Give me a perception check. Okay. Perception. Six. Six. Um, he's like a step down. Um, it's only really like a step down on the map. It looks like it might be deeper, but it's not much more. Where he is, there's a lot more sand than where you guys are. Um, but there's still, there's enough sand here. You know, like, through back where you came, mm -hmm. um, there's less sand. But he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't seem like he has such a small amount of sand that he couldn't launch it through there. But there's, that's really the only place back where you came from that you can see... Okay. There's no, there's no real sand on the ground. Well, I'm gonna do what we planned, and I'm gonna launch a fire arrow in his direction, trying to ignite the webbing. Sure. How many uh, fire arrows advantage. have you got left? Uh, that's, I think that's my last one actually. So, well, I don't have any more after that. Alrighty. Um, 18 is a hit. You have advantage. Yes, we all have advantage against him. So you get sneak attack. 19. 
All right, 19 on the and standard I... dams. Yep. Oh, and then I have 1d8, right? And you or have no. 1d8. Okay. Three. Three. Can you uh, use your inspiration to make that critical? Is no. that, can she use it that way? No, okay. No, it's still, it would still be, uh, it's the same as adding your like proficiency modifier, mm -hmm. like getting a 22 or something. Um, okay, so 19 from the arrow. The arrow flies like straight through the exact perfect center of his chest. Um, and you see it kind of burst out the other side this time, maybe. Like the arrow just flies so true, it comes out the other side of him and hits the ground. Um, the shifting sands are kind of adjust a little bit as you as you hit him then you see the fire suddenly spread out from all of the webbing around him as that fire arrow catches um igniting all of the uh the the webbing around him again what else do you want to do i want to move back here oh behind this little area thing this little like uh, thing in the door yeah, <laughs> yeah the called. hallway that you were in yeah there's just a there's a it's just the doorway there's two archways essentially that lead into this room um yeah you just duck under one and behind the central pillar that, that holds it up i'm just hoping that if i get a little further away maybe there's a little less sand i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah, you see Ellie kind of like run, dart back into the hallway and then uh, vanish. You hiding? Um, do, can I stealth still? You can. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I thought I could only move. I don't know why. Uh, 19. Got your bonus thing. Oh, yeah, movement and then bonus. Okay. <laughs> 19. Uh, cool. Aura, what do you want to do? I want to cast protection from good and evil. Onto Suna. Oh, thank you. It's very kind. Okay. You want me to post it in chat what it is? Yeah, give me it. Okay. Protection from good and evil. Until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against, protect against certain types of creatures. Aberrations, Celestials, Elementals, Fey, Fiends, and Undead. The protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target, which is sooner. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them if the target is already charmed, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. So since I need to touch her for that, I'm going to run over and kind of jump to the other side and place my hand on her arm and just... My eyes turn green for just a flash of a second and then this, like soft glow of green surrounds her body for another fraction of a second and she now feels like she has a little bit more of a defense against this creature thank you titan um and yeah that's all i can really do so i can't try to fix my bow and arrow by myself right not really now, no. You, okay. you you might if if you're in a position later on where in the middle of a fight you're not going to be able to do. It. You have you're going to have to sit down, find some materials, like get the string, get another thing, whittle a thing. Okay. You know, it's going to take you a little bit if you even want to attempt it. I don't know if you can do this or what. Um, okay. But yeah, no. Now is not really going to. You, you can't do it now, no. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I'm going to do at the moment, and. Um just kind of watch the titan to see what he's going to do next but all right that's Bye. my turn 
Your turn. Okay. So I turn to Sona once again, casting my healing word, but a boom! Except this time it gets a little out of control and swishes from below, then swiftly upwards, giving her like a Marilyn Monroe moment where she's holding down her uh, her skirt. Oops! Uh, and it happens though to smell like uh, Tootie Fruity. I'm so- sorry, I know this is the wrong time, but. Ooh, um, oh, and it's just occurred to me, um, I, I might have something to fix Aura's bow. Um, but I think I need to get close to do it. So is it okay if, if I move, I scooch um, over over to Aura? Would that still count as an action or can I still do it? It's a cantrip. No, you can move um, for sure, yeah. And yeah, you need your action to do it. So you um, you can do this. You can do what you want to do, yeah. Okay, all right. So I'm I'm a move to Aura, and I'm a cast mending. Nice. On her nice. bow. <laughs> uh, all right. How does this look? And 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 for sure, everything that you're trying to do will happen. So. Yeah. All right. It may not look like I have any idea what I'm doing, but I managed to put things together, and it looks brand new. Yeah. Somehow, he d- grabs your bow, and does something in like probably like an anime fashion just and there's like a a smoky kind of like dust thing and then he hands it back and it looks brand new it's fixed and it is it's fixed thank you that's fantastic i told you this bow's got you i have two bows and i look at you and then look at my other bow and just be elated that now i can hopefully help again. Thank you, Bo. No worries. Now go kick his hiney, because I don't have one. <laughs> All right. That brings us to... Uh, <laughs> soon. Oh, wait. Actually, you know what? I'll let you get away with something there. Uh, roll me a d4, Aura. Fine. It's going to be me again, isn't it? Maybe it'll be me, you know? <laughs> the numbers have changed Oops. because of you moving around the map. Oh, oh! Just go clockwise from the top left. So it is all right. One. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh. Roll me a dex save. You can do it. Don't forget, you have inspiration. It's true. We got a ten. This is awesome. And you say as sand. Go on. Wants like towards to you. My yeah. bardic inspiration as well. All right, roll me a d6. Oh, please. Oh, oh my. <laughs> as sand terrible. launches towards you, suddenly, um, as Bo's handing this thing back to you, you notice all this sand rush up from behind him. And as you're looking at the bow, it hits you in the face and in the eyes, blinding you until cool. the end of your next turn. Okay, so I'm just blind right now. You are blind, which means you have disadvantage on your attack rolls. Um... So currently we have advantage, so I think it would just even itself out. Right. Well, assuming he doesn't break out of it on his next turn. Attack rolls okay. against you have to have uh, advantage, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls, so everything evens out for now. Um. That brings us to Suna's turn. All right. I am actually going to ready web one more time. Wait. I think Ellie, you said you said that you were out of fire arrows, correct? Yes. Well, shit. Um, yes, I am going to ready 
a spell that I would like to go off after he catches fire. Yeah. And that is my witch bolt. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and then you're ending your turn? Uh, yes. I will actually move over here so that we're not all three together. His turn. Um, same bullshit. What do you roll again for this? 48. 48. Let me do this. Mathematic. Damn. Same thing, I think, as before. There's just all this... As the as the sand catches, um, the the magical fire hits the, the webbing, which hits the titan, and suddenly there's flames all over him. He kind of swirls. He turns into like a maelstrom of sand for a moment, folds in on himself, shrinks, um, washes away, and then comes back up into full form as as uh, you deal a heck of a lot of damage to him and uh, the web once again vanish shield right did I put that on the right yes layer? that's yes, correct that and um, and yeah he kind of swirls and shifts and changes again um, and then you wanted to do witch bolt that goes off now that's correct so roll me an attack roll do you want me to set that up for you as, a, as, an, as an attack roll? I think I have it actually. Oh, there you there go. There we go. I do have it. I do have advantage though, so I'm going to roll that again because that's fucking terrible. Eleven. I may I use my inspiration? Yes. That may hit him, but I want to make sure. How many that's one d six. Fourteen. It breaks it. Yes. This is fourteen. Um, that hits. Right. Roll me the d12. Unlimited. Five. You palpatine him. Um, from behind this pillar here, underneath a Sith hood, Suna launches out some force lightning. Um, Suna is actually only sixteen years old. She just looks old from like the the, the force degradation <laughs> that happens. Like and uh, yeah, this bolt of lightning <laughs> shoots out from your from your hands. You don't have a choice. This is the only magic that I, I force uh, to look this way. Okay, all right. Can it please come out of the walking stick? Sure. You okay. have ruined then the spell. It, it only like does it. half damage though if it comes out of the walking stick. Oh, fine. Then I'm I'll kidding. And uh, the lightning the, the lightning strikes this thing, and it holds firm. Again, this thing stays um, attached to him on concentration, I assume. That is correct, yes. So if you take any damage or you get hit, you've got to roll a con save. Because I always right. forget that, and everyone gets, like, fucking endless spells. Um, and I... Uh, uh, I, won't, I won't forget. So, you deal five damage to him? Yeah. That is correct. Five more damage to him after your 48. That's um, right. And uh, yeah, the the this lightning is now holding firm on this on this giant titan. It is his turn. I shall roll this. Ah, which is good. He gets to do. He is still restrained though. Oh no, because it all There's burned no away. Way. Never mind. Yeah. Um. All right, everyone, make me a deck save once again. 
all of the uh, all of the sand around you launches up. Um, Ellie, you have advantage. Uh, oh, oh dear. Do I, I roll one more time? Yeah. 25. 25. Both of them um, Aura, you... Let me just check one thing here. You're blind, right? Blinded. Sure am. Um, automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Yeah, I'd say you probably know what's happening. Um, okay, so it's still a fail. Um, both fail. Sooner fail, Ellie makes. So Ellie, you take half of 3d6. And the others, you take the full brunt of nine again. Three oh, nines. Good lord. Um, you, uh, so yeah, Ellie, you take four. Everyone else, you take nine. Again, this sand whips up, causing um, chaos around you. The voice of Titan speaks out again and says, No more, Mr. Nice Titan. Now we fight for real. His form changes as he um, grows. He swells in size. The sand that was underneath him is pulled up into his body and he changes his sort of shape into a much bigger, earlier version of a man. He now has four arms. And, um, but there's a, a, there's a lot less sand on the floor around you now. The sand is only really on him and in the area kind of in where that red is on the map there, just around the base of him. Um, but he is much larger. And I'm just going to make him a little larger for you. Um, as he grows in size, gets stronger, gets bigger. And it's Ellie's turn. Uh, uh, I don't like the sound of this. I'm going to use my movement to go all the way over here and potentially do a perception check of what's around here. Sure. If anything. Yeah. So, ahead of you here, yeah. you can see um, a hallway that leads out of here. Um, down here, there is um, a hall that leads j just down another hallway, very similar to the one that you came in. It leads far enough away that you can't see the end of the hall. But you can see that there are multiple points where it splits off down this hallway. If anything okay. looks like an exit, it's that place. However, in front of it, there's this, which is kind of like um, uh, like an arcane barrier, basically. There is just a, okay. an energy that is sitting over the exit there. Hi. From here, though, you're quite high up. I just realized you're on top of this platform. Um, yeah. This is about 10 feet up, which is about 15 feet up on him. Um, he's very, very tall. He's probably about 35 feet tall, where his head meets the top, but you're elevated on him to a degree. I have the high ground. Yeah, I, I can't do anything, so I'm just gonna... Because I was already stealth, so can I stealth over there? Stealth? Or no? As in, um... Wait, wait you want to hide again? Like, well, like, sneakily go... Like, can I have sneakily gone over there so that I don't... Or do I have to re-roll stealth? Yeah, no, you can do that under the last stealth. Okay, because I don't, I don't plan on attacking yet. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna pass turn and see what happens right now. Sure. Aura. Uh, I would like. So I'm blind, right? 
But you are blind until the end of this turn, yeah. Okay, I'm... I know the general vicinity he is in, so I'm gonna use my longbow now and uh, aim it at the titan and shoot. Alright, fire me an arrow with disadvantage. Would it, but did, wouldn't it be normal? Didn't it even out? Or am I still at disadvantage because of... He... The web, no longer, the web yeah. is gone. Oh, okay. You right. can ready it though, right? You could. I guess, yeah. I must still Ready and attack to... for when you're not blind. So the moment you can see again, it would go off. I'm going to still try it, because I just feel like we got to kill him or we're going to die first. So <laughs> I'm going to try to shoot off. Because he's a pretty big dude. I feel I have a strong feeling I could probably hit him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Seven. You kind of just fire an arrow. Uh, just over the other side of the room. Give me a perception check. With your ears. Ears, alright. Twelve. Yeah, you fire an arrow into the right-hand side of the room. Did I get him? Almost. I... But not quite. Okay. A little more to the left. I'm just fumbling with my stuff, and that's probably the end of my turn. I'm just trying to, like, yeah. fumble and put together another arrow. Your eyes but... are sore, but you, like, open them, and you can now see you are no longer blind. However, please roll me a d4. Oh, no, roll me two d4. Okay. Two. Uh, roll me another d4. Okay. Three. Ellie and Bo. Roll me... Uh, constitution saving throws. Nice. The That sand coffin raises up around you again, like the jaws of a shark appearing around you. Just as it's about to close, both of you like jump out of the way or just avoid it just enough for it to close its jaws and then fall um, around you. You both avoid the... Sand Coffin. That is the name of that move, by the way. Oh, jeez. Sand Coffin. Yeah, because I made it up. Uh, oh, your turn. Okay. Well, I'm the one now who's not to feel it and looking so hot, so uh, I'm a, I'm a caster. Cure wounds on myself. So I start busting out a groove just randomly to no music, but I'm playing some tunes in my head. And then I just feel instantly better. All right. Jeez. Uh, and then, uh, hmm. I, uh, I've just about had it with this guy. Uh, so I call out to Mr. Sandman, are we worthy yet? Hmm. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Who is this ought to be? Uh, hmm. Interesting. Cool. That was such a delightful enigma. He, um, he stops. He stops <gasps> still. In, in in he's moving around this entire time, right? Thrashing around, shifting in his um in his big sandy way, and. He stops dead 
in, in the position that he was, was in. Suddenly his very large sand-like head turns towards where you are, Bo, and he says, Three are worthy. Sorry, Mr. Sandman, what was that? I think I have some sand in my ears. I think he said three of us. Three? Why th Wait, what? You will face me now. Alone. Alone? Come now. What? Give it your uh, best shot. As in you, you want me to attack you? He brings up like all four of his arms and does this to you. Well, fine. Have it your way then. <laughs> I uh, I don't like to pull this out too much, but you're making me do it. So I'm gonna pull out my uh, light crossbow and hopefully aim true. <laughs> All right, give me an attack roll. All righty. Twenty one's a hit. Nice. Ooh. Give me the attack. Okay. Do you damage? You fire off this uh, crossbow. It flies straight towards the center of where he is with his arms up like this. You see this crossbow bolt strike in the center of him and it looks like it explodes him. He just Whoa! explodes into nothing but sand. Bits of him falling off and, and dissipating into sand. As it hits the ground, it, it just falls um, static. The sand just rushing down now and spreading out, filling that entire bowl at the uh the center of the room here you hear the voice again say very well you may be worthy present your trinket and i shall My gift you the powers of the gate of time well uh, without any hesitation i pull out the uh, uh, uh trinket uh, he gave me he, uh, he begins to form again. Um, he's much smaller this time, and he kind of appears near where you guys are uh, stood, um, for the most part. And he holds out a, a hand. He looks, again, like a big human, but his hand comes forward. You present your... Um, uh, the gift that you were given by Ahi, the elixir. That's right, even though I was tempted to drink it. <laughs> he holds his hand out, and as you take... Um, as he takes the elixir from you, I think everybody here, you see Bo kind of vanish. He just, as soon as the, the elixir touches his hand, Bo just kind of fades away and quickly, and he is gone from the room. Anybody else handing anything over? I, yeah, I walk over and I grab my dagger and I pull it out before me, and I just look like someone like a kid that got scolded for having something and has to give it back to mom just like oh, here you go here's the dagger same thing as you place it into the palm of his hand it vanishes into his hand sinks into the sands as he draws his hand back and within seconds ellie has faded away i look over at aura what do, you, what do you think? Do we have much of a choice? I guess not. I'd start fumbling 
in my pocket for the four-leaf clover. I pull out my lamp, but I hesitate. Is there any way I can try to sense and see what this might do before I give it away? Uh, yeah. Roll me a d20. Seventeen. As you, like, bring the lamp out, Titan says, Fear not. It is simply the key to open the door. All right. (laughs) I give it to him. He hand it to him. It sinks into his hand and sooner is gone as well, leaving you alone, Aura. What is the state of my four-leaf clover at this point? I don't think it's changed much since last we saw it. It was uh, not looking the best ever, but it's it's fine. It's alive. It's not like browning or anything. It's it's still alive. You just you okay. need to find some way to save keep, him keep soon. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna not dead. hold it up in the in front of me just to see that it's kind of wilted and I'll walk up and place it in the titan's hand. As you do so, we, as an audience, witness um, newcomers stepping through the door in the hallway behind you. Um, It's you four again, stepping through, kind of a couple of you grab your heads and look down the hallway and see what's going on. They witness the last couple moments of this fight as they start moving down the hallway. Everything seems to be normal except for the fact that Ellie has lime green hair. Aura has a little small rodent upon her shoulder. Um, So Una is wearing blues and whites and Bo has two really full plump ass cheeks. As you uh, hand over the the um, the four leaf clover you vanish from this from this room as well and all four of you are presented with another question would you like to offer your trinkets permanently and become a chronomancer or not offer the trinkets and retain their power instead uh how is how do we know that like i guess is my question like hear does, this. is it just a wow okay offer your trinkets become a chronomancer in the gate of time or keep your trinkets and retain their power instead that is all of the context you are given Since mine isn't doing so good because of where we are, I'm just going to impulsively make the, and somewhat logically make the decision that this might die, and then I don't know if there'd be any power left in it. So I'm going to offer it up for the, the chronomancy. Okay. Can we talk to each other? Or are we just in our own world right now? You're in your own world. Yes, I will. Okay. 
I'm gonna save mine because I think we might need it for another battle. Okay. It's, oh. it's not too late for take backsies. You can keep the elixir. Oh. Okay. You know what? I bet. I bet this is some good juice. So I'm gonna keep this too. All Jump right. bait, Mr. Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> All four of you are now transported. As you step out of the portal that you just used, you uh, find yourselves in a place that you may recognize. Um, you are returned to this place known as the Boundary, where you were at at the beginning of the adventure. You... Um, step out of that pool in the middle the same thing you stepped into originally looking around you in this in this room once again you see a pretty similar environment to the gate of time but really it it, it is more kind of white stone um, marbled looking stone golden inlay and then there's that odd sense of vertigo as you look up there's almost a mirror of the room um, it has that Escher look to it as you look further out the stairways seem to fold into stairways, seem to fold into platforms, into stairways, into stairways, and then the room looks like it could be as small or as big as you need it to be. At the center of the room is this portal that you step out of. Aura, you're very aware that what you did there was activate the same thing. It's one of these god portals um, using the uh, trinkets that you were given. You gain some new powers. Aura and Suna, I'll tell you what that is at the end. But now, you don't have them. Um, but you do. But you don't. Um, I will say that as you arrive, you can't see anything going on in this room. As you step out of it, there's no one here, nothing happening. Once again, you guys are left sort of to your own devices in this place. What do you guys do? The tower. Why are we back here? Yeah, well, how are we back where we started? I think it's time to go to the next one. We got to pick the next place, right? You want to still participate? I mean... I still got this. Wait, do I still have the trinket? Do I have it in my hand right now? You do. You have your dagger. Uh, Bo, Wait. you have the elixir. Um, the lamp and the the um, four-leaf clover are gone. I, th I, I, thought, I thought we were supposed to offer it up. I mean, we might need this. What if we go to another gate and he says, give me your trinkets if you want to go past again. You know, that stuff. Well, that I gave mine away. I thought, we were, I thought that's what we were doing. I didn't give mine away because I was like, well, we might need this later and it doesn't serve me much purpose, you know, using it, but I'd rather not get my Was ass I not supposed to God. do that? I, maybe we can find you guys another one? So what, why, okay, what, what did you trade then? What, I, like, the, my, my lamp, I thought, I thought, I thought that's what we were doing. Oh, um, I, I mean, I figured that we'd keep them because we might have to do this again with another gate. My mistake. I mean, um, no, I mean, I just, hopefully, 
you guys won't need it next time, and Bo and I... Bo, you have yours? Or do you have yours? No, I gave mine away. Okay, so Bo, Bo, did you give yours away too? No, I I mean, I thought I gave it to him, and then I I, I still had it with me when in the darkness, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep this. What, Bo, what is yours? It's an elixir. Um, and drink it's it. funny, because you, what, you're gonna drink it? No, don't drink it. Oh, don't drink it? Okay, all right, yeah, no. I mean, what if you, like, explode or something? That could be bad. Ooh, yeah, no, I have no idea what's in this thing. I, I, I figure we just go on to the next gate, and... You know, I guess Bo and I, what we can about, offer up our our stuff. Well, what about what Future Aura said? About how it was all for nothing? I mean, Future Aura said a lot of stuff, so... But... Uh, you just want to continue on, even though she's already experienced it and is giving us... wisdom? I look at Aura and I'm like... What next? I mean, it was you that told us what to do, so what next? Starting to feel like it's all kind of a game, and not really the kind that we were originally told. And I'm I'm petting Buns. Buns has been away from the danger, but when we came back through, he landed on my horn, and so I'm petting his head. I just want to smile as you're doing that. I put my hands on my shoulders. I'm like, oh, really? It wasn't? They lied to us? Oh, I'm shocked. No. <laughs> like, I've been through the ringer before. Like, oh, I'm shocked someone lied. <laughs> I'm going to see if there's a way out of here, and I'm going to whisper to Buns, um, will you fly around the room and see if there's a way out and hold him up and let him just the stairs. I, I guess when I look around the room, I don't think there's any openings unless I'm blind. Um, referring to the stairs I took, they might not even be there anymore, but right, that's yeah. just what I would say. She feels like she walked up some stairs here. Yeah. Um, the, the bird starts flying around. Um, and I think it quickly becomes confused as it starts flying in circles. It flies very quickly to one side, then flies kind of back to the other side. Then it seems to fly very far into the distance and then fly back and then it just kind of endlessly flies back and forth. It doesn't seem to find any way out necessarily. Um, but you also get the sensation that it's super confused. Mm -hmm. Like when they fly over the North Pole or something. I don't know that there's a way out, so I feel like we might have to go back in and I'll look down at the pool. Do you see a door? Is there a way we could leave? Well, I, 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 I thought I just walked up the stairs. Oh. What if we all think of like anymore, the right? door? Think of it together. Remember how we have to think of things together and stuff? Picture a way out. Okay. All uh, right. Where's a place we've all been to? Well, um, I don't think we want to go immediately back to Tusvale. No. no, no, no. Besides that, that place sucks. Your home sucks. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of not sorry, but your place kind of. That, that place can, is awful. It can be a, a bit of a trial. <sighs> do I still have the, the mark on my hand? Mind. By the way. You do. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like look down. Um. Anywhere where I can get rid of this would be nice. Um. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't think we've I don't think we've all been to the same place before. No, I don't think we have. Also, unless are we supposed it's to find there. your mother Sona? Yeah, good luck. Do you not know where she is? The last place I saw her was Dustvale. The last place you saw her was the Bame Woods in Alexandria, and that's information Oh never mind. Oh no, that's information that you get from your 
the vision. Vision of where she was. Right, okay. Give me a history check. Oh, Ooh, damn. 20. Uh, your mother told you that she met your father in Dustvale. Okay. But the vision that I just saw was... Of somewhere called the Bane Woods in Alexandria that you've never heard of. Bane Woods, but I know that that's what it's called. B-E-I-M. Okay. Uh, the last place I saw her was Dustvale. Oh, wait. No. I... Alexandria, maybe? We're in Alexandria. Alexandria. Uh, some woods, B B Bane Woods. I've never been there myself, but... That's where I'm from. What? I mean... Oh, I have goosebumps, Aura. <laughs> Remember when we were kids and we thought we were related? Yeah, yes, maybe we are. Well, Just look at her, kind of. That. Brad, would I have known this area at all? You guys, uh, three of you know Alexandria as well as that map. Okay. Um, you know where everything is on that map. Um, you guys are from Bologna in the middle. You're from the capital city. And okay. um, the, little, the little village, Bame. Uh, I gave you guys some info underneath. If you scroll down, you can see that it says Bame is predominantly a farming and woodcutting village. Um, so I don't know if you would have been there. I don't know why you would have done some. It's just some like backwater town, middle of nowhere. Maybe I just done business with people who are from there. Yeah, but you'd know where it was, regardless yeah. of whether you've been there or not. For sure. Yeah. Same way, like you know, you would know some other town nearby where you live now. But but uh, even though I haven't been there myself, I can I can see it in my mind. I could I could picture that place for sure. Well, I, I yeah I, I mean I know where it's at. I'm not from there. I have never really I I haven't really been to there, but I know where it's at. And we could we could all focus on on Alexandria, right, Bo? You you know Alexandria, right? Well, isn't that where Bo's from? Head. Yep. Okay. That's where I'm from. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we just picture Alexandria. I can do that. So are we, we just we, jump in? Do we hold hands? <laughs> Again, the pool is in front of you. It looks like a uh, like a bowl of golden liquid, you know? Like it's very strange. Yeah. It looks like a, a, a paint or something like that, golden paint. Um, it, kind of crackles with an with an arcane energy or you're very aware of this energy by now i think you're kind of getting the vibe of what it feels like um do we I, just... I have such a strong longing for going back to like what i know and i am just so done with this adventure even though i feel like i have to do it so i like step up to the portal and i <laughs> don't tap my shoes together even though I want to and I just think of home um think of Alexandria does the and... portal look the same when she does this yes or does it um yeah so I say I, I I look at the others and I'm like okay well I'm gonna go in and unless someone stops me I go in 
Well, I, I'd like to go back too. I mean, <laughs> it'd be nice to have some civilization. Proper civilization. Where I can but buy me a new astronaut. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so I, I went in. Okay. There's no place like home. Stepping no place in. like home. Stepping in. Stepping in. I jumped in where Aura was. Oops. There. Yeah. <sighs> Suna? Aura? I look at Aura. I mean, I I would whistle because I can see that Bun Buns is just flying around confused. And when I whistle, he'll fly back and land on my shoulder. And I look over at, at Suna and I kind of shrug. What other choice do we have? I would have liked to see my kids, I think. But okay. Maybe next time we can go to your kids. Right, next time. And I'll put my hand out to grab her hand. I'll take her hand and step in, trying very hard not to think of home, but of this place I saw. And I, yeah, I'll step in and think of Alexandria. Um, yeah, where, where you're, you're activating the pool? Yes. <laughs> As you go to step in. Oh, God. Your leg is hit away. The rest of you are standing like what? ankle deep in golden, strange liquid. And materializing next to you, Aura, is a figure that you all recognize. No. You see that figure of Ahi, that strange looking creature that um, looks very alien, doesn't have like eyes or anything. Um, uh, um, an odd thing to look at. Um, six arms, two legs. And it is one of these legs that just kicks your leg out of the way. And next to you, there is a very large Ahi. And um, it looks down to you, or it doesn't, it doesn't violently kick your leg out of the way, by the way. It just it materializes and hits your leg. And you can see it up there. It's in a very strange position, though. Its arms are all in, in, in odd angles. Um, some forwards and like pointed down, some pointed upwards, some kind of pointed forwards, backwards, up, down. It's, they're all in a very strange formation. Um, while it's not standing, its legs, one is kind of tucked up underneath it and one hanging almost limply underneath it. Its head, that strange kind of head with all of the strange folds of sort of skin-ish, pale looking, Again, it seems as if to you, whomever you are, it is looking at you, regardless. Um, and not looking at the others. That's how it always looks when it sees you. As uh, you feel your leg knocked away, the thing speaks again to you, Aura, and says, There is no gate here. So they can't... Nobody else hears this. Uh, you do all hear it, yeah. Okay. 
But I'm telling you it's speaking to you. It looks like it's okay. speaking to all of you, probably. Okay. I, I'd look at Ahi and... Then why did we come back here? Why did it bring us back here? You brought them back here. How did I bring them back here? We offered up what the Titan wanted and it sent us back to this place. It floats in between where you guys are and and Aura is. Um, although it doesn't really do it on the map, I guess, but it's kind of doing this, right? Just for the record. And it's, it's about two feet <sighs> off the floor of where you are. Um... And it's moving very slowly around the front of Aura here. Again, it seems like it's looking at each of you, regardless of the way its body seems to be... It doesn't really have a front and a back, honestly. It doesn't look like it has like anything that you could determine as a front and a back. Um, but its hands and legs seem to be facing one way. Again, its arms and hands are in very strange positions, and they don't move at all. Although its head does seem to. Um, Aura, again, it kind of... it it Its head this time quizzically shifts to the side, um, twitching as it does so. It says, Are you not the one in control of the portals? What? What is he talking about, Aura? I don't really know. I think that I have something to do with it, but I didn't choose to come back here. Only you have chosen How do I know that this is real and not a game that you're using for fun to see what we do? We'll try it now. Take us somewhere else. Again? Literally pick anywhere. You think the gods simply play games? <laughs> yes, we were just... We're in a race. That is a game. Games are trivialities for children. This is the extinction of all mortal kind. Prove it. I mean, this could be trivial for you guys. Even if it's not for us. So it could still be a game for you guys. You would forcibly lose the race? Who said we're gonna lose? We could always uh, go to the ruins. They're near Alexandra, right? We could go, we could ship somewhere. Or we could have her make a portal. We could go there for a second. Alexandria, our home. Just for a second and then portal somewhere else, could we not? You said she's in control of it, and I point to Aura. It would be foolish, ineffective. To take a day? I think we shouldn't tell him any more of our plans, Ellie. <sighs> I just need more arrows. That's all I say. <laughs> so if there's not a portal here, and show us the way out so well I look at it and then I think about how there's been times I've just inherently known where things are hmm. and so I want to activate my detect portal to see if there's another one close by it's there it's the only one you just need to jump in the pool so then I guess I just look at Ahi and I don't trust, I don't trust him. So I'm gonna step into the pool and I'm just gonna picture Alexandria. 
as you go to step into the pool, it does move out of your way. Um, as it kind of like moves backwards and you move around, again, it says, You would be foolish to go to this place. Still there? Give me a reach out and grab her hand and give it a nice gentle squeeze. I do the same. I grab her hand as well. I trust you, Aura. Me too. I, I trust you too, Aura. I guess I just look at Ahi and we all decided to go here together. I'm going to not say a word and just activate the portal to Alexandria. Yeah. As you do so, you see like that kind of dead broken symbol that you guys beat up one with half of its head missing and stuff um behind you on the ground materialize uh as you step into the thing you guys feel that same strange drag that pull as you're pulled into this portal that moment of kind of um like this your stomach dropping feeling like when you drive over a strange bump and uh you guys are pulled away from the boundary as this form of symbol raises up in this room with Ahi. You see Ahi speak to it. Um, well, we see Ahi speak to it. You guys don't see it because you guys are off on your merry journey. The symbol thing kind of lifts itself up and once again, you see that cloak of darkness kind of drop over the top of its body and Ahi says, so they have chosen to forfeit the race. The gates are open. The ninth cycle may be the last. Ayavaki will be waiting. Symbol. The dying order is compromised. Kill them all. And you see Symbol rush towards that um, portal as well. However, you guys step forth once again into your new location. It is nighttime where you are. Aura first, you step out. And again, like last time when you were about two or three inches off the ground, you feel that strange lurch as you step into this portal on the one side, on the boundary side. Stepping out of it, your stomach turns and your foot crunches into snow. Around you is a forest. Entirely covered in snow. Oh. You feel the others step out as well. One, two, three. And all four of you find yourselves again. Um... In a new land. Um, or at least in an unfamiliar piece of a land that maybe you've been to before. And um, as far as you can tell, this just seems to be a very deep forest. The trees are very tall. Um, they're covered in snow. The leaves are green under there. Or brown, but they're covered in snow. You see um, snowfall continue to fall again it's nighttime looking up and uh maybe two or three inches of snow here and it's very cold 
You went from pretty hot to pretty cold here. Behind you, Aura, you feel that portal remain, but it's not like open. You know, you guys don't see anything again. It's like a strange fold to Aura where she feels like she can kind of pull at some energy that's there. But for everyone else, it's just like you step through nothing. Like you just, you look behind you. There's no great big stargate opening up or anything. Um, it's just this forest. What do you guys do? I'd say we're pretty comfy because we traveled at night when it was really cold in Dustville, so... Yeah, this probably okay. might be lucky for us. Um, well, this is beautiful. Or do you recognize this forest? Do I recognize this forest? Give me a survival check. Okay. Six. <laughs> um, no, you do not. It doesn't snow in... Uh, in in bame okay it 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 gets cold in the winter but alexandria has um the 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 south of alexandria can can be pretty damn hot but the north doesn't really get cold unless you go up in the mountains it's possible you guys are in the mountain mountainous range of alexandria in the north here and i think all of you would be aware or at least three of you that are from alexandria would be aware but this thick forest isn't uh, I don't know if any of you would have been into that mountain range. I feel like, because one thing I've learned is like different parts of like America have different trees. Like Florida has tall, skinny trees versus Kansas has thick, you know, trees and all that. So would these trees look like something that would be in our region at all? Because uh, uh, I have a feeling it would be way different here than maybe another continent. Yeah, give me a, um, give me a survival or I guess give me a nature check. And any of, any of you I would can like do that. to do that as well, yeah. You're not, have you ever been here, Suna? No, I don't think I have. But she saw no. it in her vision, at least the, yeah, the main part. Something in my in my vision, but I did used to live on near a mountain, so. Uh, let's see. Maybe I maybe we went somewhere I would recognize. Right. Um, Ellie thirteen, Suna fifteen, Bo eight, Aura eight. Um. I'm sorry, were we supposed to do nature? I rolled survival. Is that okay? You can do either. Do you want you me to do, do it again? You can do oh, okay. whichever one you want right. to do. Uh, the trees that are here are elms. Um, for the most part. Elms Ooh. are very, Elmbach. very native to the um, BAME area. This is, this, this, if these are the trees that you saw in your vision, these are the trees that you would expect to be in Alexandria, Ellie. Okay. Um, this and even on a, even on an eight, an eight for Bowen and, uh, and Aura, you're aware that most of these trees around here are pretty oh, man. common. So I did see these in my vision, these types of trees, even though there's, no snow in the woods. Well, so I didn't see snow or anything like that, but I did see these types of trees. So, yeah, just confirming that. Okay. This does look like the woods. Yeah. This looks like your woods to a degree, Aura, right? But it's not. Um, okay. It looks like Alexandria. It looks like you could be here. I look at Aura and I'm like, something's wrong. 
these trees i mean these are the trees these are the trees i remember but i don't i don't remember ever seeing snow i mean maybe when i was little one time like you know one of those weird years but i don't maybe we're just a little far north i don't even think this far north you just find snow like this like this is it's cold and it's covered it's everywhere did something happen while we were gone did we do this i don't know how we could have created snow all over Alexandria, we could just be in the mountains. Hold I don't on. know how we fight a monster, a sand monster either. So, I mean, we could have done something with fighting that big guy. I, I look up at the sky. Mm -hmm. I know we're on a different continent. So the stars will be shifted slightly. I'm trying to tell the time, like the year. Because if time the stars are... Yeah. Well, yes, if the stars are way off it will be not the same time that we are in. Okay. Um, I guess that's an investigation check. That sounds like something intelligent. Yes. We're going to try. 13. It's the same year. All right. Well, all right. Well, the stars are sort of a little bit confusing but that makes sense because we're on a totally different continent but nothing crazy traveling through time <laughs> could you imagine we might as well just start walking and seeing where we end up instead of standing here is yes. there um is there like uh because even if a, a whole path like a, a trail is covered uh, where carriages would go back and forth, you'd still see the fact that the, the trees are far apart in a certain area, are far enough apart that they could get down. So are we, like, near that kind of point, or are we just in the middle of a thick forest? Um, there's no clearing. Yeah, no, it looks it looks more like there's no clearing. And the, the, the snow seems undisturbed pretty much all over. Okay, well, yeah, I guess... Okay, we should just start walking and see if we can at least find, you know, a light, like a, a cabin somewhere or some footsteps or right. a trail. A place to rest. We all need to rest after that. I think that sounds like a good idea. I'd like to think. Yeah. A cabin. A cabin would be nice. A lot to think about. Um, then let's try to find some place. Yeah. Does anyone know how to... Head? Can... You're the fourth look... person, aren't you? <laughs> look at aura <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start looking around for like footsteps or like cracked branches something that just shows something's around maybe life of some kind all right give me another survival check okay 21. um nice. it is there's there's not really anything on the ground or any trees or anything that really stand out to you it's uh buns buns starts going crazy um jumps off your shoulder and starts flying around in circles as you look up suddenly flies towards the east and it's I just, gone I was... bolts through the the trees east I follow immediately. I just say, come on, we gotta go. And then I just start running. All after right, buns. all right. 
I have to start following. I run behind. Likewise. I take a moment, actually, to remove my uh, ceremonial red uh, hood, and I put it in my pack where it belongs, and then I then I try to rush and catch up my walking stick in the snow. I don't think I've ever walked in the snow. Kind of fun. Right. It's I like the crunch. Be, yeah. Yes. Crunch, crunch, <laughs> crunch, as you guys start running um, after Aura. Aura, you're running after Buns. Give me a perception check. All of us are just Aura? Just Aura. Oh, okay. good, because mine was disastrous. Um, yeah, you can keep up with him, and you can keep track of him. He is beelining one way. Um, presumably you guys run full pelt. Are you guys running, like, as hard as you can? He's going I fast, like Aura Aura. probably is, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'm keeping up with Aura. Yeah, I would at least know that they could follow my tracks. I actually, I, I, I turn back to uh, Bo and I'm like, hey, Bo, they would sooner follow our tracks. If you, okay. if you take a break, because Bo, I know you're an old man missing half your butt, so. Oh, I'm in my prime. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back. Yeah, no, I'll see how soon is doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep up. I'm going to stay with Aura. So just follow our tracks. I'll try to make a big old mess with my feet. I tell. And I do. I like kick up sand as I, or sand, uh, snow as I'm trying to run to just make the tracks very like obvious. Yeah, it's pretty easy to follow two sets of tracks through this snow. It's it's thick snow, and you know even though you're running, it's it's kicking up enough s- snow. Um, you two run off one way. Bo, you run back towards where Sooner is following. Yeah, trying to do. catch up. I uh. I actually kind of, uh, well, not nervously, but um, I make a like a gentle approach, and uh, What's, I make wh- a remark. I'm sorry about what I said about Duskvale. It's not that I, you know, meant to, you know, it's it's nice out there. Don't get me wrong. I've never been there before, and it's uh, oh, it's it's got its uh, well. It, incredible amount of exotic wildlife there i'll say that much uh, oh it's it's yeah, it's a harsh shithole it's fine I, it's that's all right everybody who lives on Dustvale knows it's it's more the people that i miss not not the land itself necessarily but it makes all you right. all the more an incredible person coming from a place like that i admire you very much well that's very sweet. I admire you too, Bo. Now they've I'm gone in that direction. Where you're from. I'd love to take you there. And hopefully we all can together. That sounds lovely. Now what's the rush with these two? Why are they running so fast? Oh, well, uh, Aura's following her little uh, chicken flying around. I forget the name of it, but... Buns. Yeah, buns, she buns. She calls it buns, yes. Buns. All right. Well, I could should use we pick... some hot buns right about now, but yeah, no. I don't... Oh, yes, so could I, and a nice warm ale. That would be great. Ooh. Yep. Oh, that does sound great. Right? Yeah. Just like right there in your chest and making your cheeks hot. Oh. I hate I think this. It's better than that. Yeah, no. Let's, let's find some place to get out of this cold. Right. So you guys and... start following after the tracks? Yeah, we do. Uh, I'll go quickly. Okay. Which sucks. Yeah, you guys go quickly as you can. The we mm-hmm. catch up with uh, Aura and Ellie as you 
run after Aura and Aura runs after Buns. Um, Aura, give me another perception check. Ninety-two. You run, and then something catches your eye. Uh, one of these trees, the carving in it. Something that you carved in it at some point. What do you think it was? Oh, I was carving something. Hmm. Aura loved Jimmy. I just kidding. <laughs> I think his name was Alan. Alvin Alvin. the French okay. name. Sorry. <laughs> um, I would... <laughs> it would be something similar to what a Celtic knot would be. Crudely yeah. carved in. Like a knot that just never ends. Yeah. This is the tree that you carved that into. Your home. This is weird. These are your trees. This is your forest. This You're really close to where your house is. This tree is just on the outskirts. You run a little further forward, burst out through the um, the edge of the forest here. And there it is, just in front of you, um, you know, 50 feet, 60 feet away, is your little farmhouse, covered in snow, looking serene, like nobody's been there um, in a little while. Then Ellie runs up next to you, you're looking perplexed, I assume, and Buns is just flying around near the house now. Just like he always mm-hmm. does. Oh, he found he found a house for us. That's that's, that's my new. house. Oh, um, that, it, it doesn't snow here, Ellie. I mean, I, I I figured I was hoping we weren't in Alexandria, but I figured if we were, I told you something's changed. <laughs> I don't. I I think I think we either we changed something or when this thing started, it it changed the world. I bet. I, I've just co- sort of come to the conclusion that everything is going to be different after after that first meeting. Well, at least we know we have a warm place to rest. And I look over my shoulder. Oh, you you found a you found a house. This is my house, Suna. What? This is your what? house. This is where you live. Yeah, this yes. is her house. It's very it's nice fantastic. looking. Look at it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Look at you. your I... woods. Let's go inside and I'll get a fire started and we can all rest. And well, then that we can. Sounds lovely. We might need to chop some wood, right? Do you have wood? No, there's plenty of wood on the side of the house. I always keep it stocked. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go grab some wood. You guys go get settled by the fire. I'm going to walk quickly to the house, but I'm also kind of skeptical because this doesn't feel right. And. Can I do, like, a perception check to see if it, if anything seems off? Sure. I want to do the same, but, like, as I'm walking, like, around the house to see if, like, I can detect anyone's been there. Sure. I got an 11. Uh, 11 from Aura. Mm, No one's been here, Ellie. For sure. Okay. Um, You maybe see some tracks from, like, what might be, like, an animal. You know, something that's around but there's for sure no like human tracks this for all intents and purposes looks like just it doesn't look like an abandoned house but it looks like no one's home and no one's been home for a day at least i mean the snow's coming down um pretty heavy around you guys um or this, this beautiful super just seems like your home it's just that every it's it's the snow feels real the door looks right the house is here Buns seems to believe it's it's home. 
Um, mm -hmm. it's just snowing. Okay. I would go inside. If it look, if it all looks normal to me, I'm gonna go inside and start doing my routine to get like a fire going. They always keep some dry wood in the house. Do you have a lock on the door? Oh. No, because I live on the edge of, of this forest in a very small town. Okay. And I lock it at night when I sleep, but not when I'm out. And right. I got pulled out of the house. Yeah, you went running outside. Mm -mm. Yeah, you put your hand on the uh, the doorknob there to open the door, and that's where we're going to end today's session. <laughs> Thanks so much for playing. But it's not quite <laughs> over yet. Because two of you are chronomancers, and I want to tell you oh. what that is. Yeah, it seems. You have access to a whole new set of abilities. Um, you guys have some cool shit. <laughs> some cool shit, man. You have a backwards cap <laughs> and an iPod shuffle. Yes. Um, so these are the abilities. Actually, how do I send this to you? It's probably going to be easier to just put in the... Uh, in the group here these are the uh, uh new abilities you have now you have something now called channel time which is pretty similar to a cleric's channel divinity you get one per long rest and you can pick to choose one of these three actions kinda well one of these three skills these abilities here um you can accelerate as a bonus action, you can move forward the Wheel of Time. A targeted friendly creature within 20 feet of you, that's supposed to say, is now allowed to use one additional action. You can give someone another action. Um, you can decelerate. As a reaction, you can use this to slow down the Wheel of Time. When you take damage from an attack, you are able to delay the damage dealt for one turn. As soon as your next turn begins, you take damage equal to the damage of the previous attack. Or you can surge. As an action, you can use this to repel the fates of certain allies. Up to two target friendly creatures can take 1d6 less damage until the end, uh, until the start of your next turn. You can also, at the cost of your life, cast the spell Quantum Shift. And we'll get into that one another time. Um, <laughs> and that's the beginning of your chronomancy bullshit. That's your level one chronomancy stuff that I will explain how it works later on. Um, while we're live, it's just going to be an earful that you don't need yet. And uh, we'll find out next time. The other two still have the ferryman's coins in their pockets. Which are still things that you can maybe use as well. Um, he did say, would you like to retain their power? So I know you guys don't know what they are, but you guys are... At the moment, you guys have got like a mystery box, right? You know, you remember the old mystery box? And uh, you other two, you've lost your, uh, your trinkets. So that's the end of that one. You made a pretty big decision here. You pretty much had the choice here to carry on doing Ahi's Dying Order and do the race. Or listen to Future Aura and try and find Sauna's mom. I'm guessing that's what you're trying to do here. Um, yeah, I think that's what we're all doing. Yeah. And uh, 
I just said I wanted to go home. I didn't actually. Yeah, you just want to go home. Um, I just want to go home. Feed the cat. Well, uh, we'll find out next time what you guys are uh, going to do. What is going on here? Why is it snowing? Is this Aura's house or are we actually inside a demon's mind? We just oh. don't know. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, here's what I will tell you. It is Aura's house. There's no funky shit, for sure. You can be sure okay. that, it, that it was Aura's house. Um, and also, now that you're a chronomancer, I'll give you the kind of meta knowledge that it was totally future Aura, like 100%. It wasn't some funky shit going on. It was 100% just Aura from the future. And uh, you may just be doing the right thing. Congratulations. You still have a Thank chance. You. Just save the world. <laughs> uh, we'll do a quick round of shout outs here. And then mm -hmm. we'll uh, we'll bounce. Let's start with um, Aura, since you're home, home here now. Where can people find you in the week? Your address, I, your real address, though, uh, not the one. Okay, the my phone number is um, no, five five I, five <laughs> five 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 one two three four. <laughs> I am Katie Peters. Plays. I played Aura for you today, and you can just find me on my channel doing fun stuff, and that's on. Coming up on Wednesday, I'm gonna be playing Overcooked Two with a friend, and I'm probably gonna burn the kitchen down. So come hang out while I do that. All right. What about you, Pocket? Um, true story. A guy once, out of the blue, went to ask for my number, and I tried to give him a fake number, and I still gave him my number on accident. How? So I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that ever again. Oh uh, no. And I got hounded for a week why I wouldn't answer his calls. Or text. So yeah, I'm Pocket. You can find me at twitch.tv slash pocket or on Twitter at Pocket and everywhere. My name is Pocket, P-O-K-K-E-T. And uh, I I stream every day by uh Monday and I'm working a lot on cosplay. A lot on cosplay because I'm trying to hit 2020 with a bang on including spoiler, I'm gonna start the Mandalorian soon. The cosplay, not the show. I've already seen that five times. Yeah. So. Um, nice. What about you, Disby? Oh, you can find me here on Twitch at DisbyRx, and I do the whole roleplay stuff. I'm playing lots of Red Dead Redemption and uh, some scary games from time to time. So if you uh, like that sort of stuff, come drop by, hang out. Easy. And then what about you, PB? Uh, I'm PB. You can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. Uh, I am playing through Oberdin. We're starting Oberdin next week. And yeah, which I actually know nothing about that, but apparently it's really delicious. So that's it. All right. Well, that's the end of that one. Um, I am extremely tired and I apologize for my brain completely letting go at the end of every stream because I just do the thing you know in curling where they just like let the thing go that's my brain as soon as i go that's the end of the session and my brain goes ah and it fades away um we'll be back next week we'll see what you guys do next you have uh the world is your oyster here um to figure out what you guys want to do where you're going to go how you can find Suuna's mom based on bullshit vision knowledge so you got but you're all also super-powered superheroes and chronomancers and stuff now, so I'm sure you guys can work it out. And uh, if you want to keep watching, we'll be here next week. 
We'll see you tomorrow for Zero Blue Orion. And um, that's the end of that. Thanks for watching. Thanks, guys. Oh, what? Bye. We got something else on? What well, else I was we got just, on? Yeah, Reaper Relay. The finale is next week, so do that thing. Saturday, 8 p.m. All right. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.